Yo, what up? If you haven't already, go to my Facebook page and like it. Uh, for the video streams of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. For the audio streams, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Uh, this is episode 20, and I have two gentlemen on that have you know, had a big impact on my life. I've known them for like 15 years, and we're still kicking it to this day. It is the Bissell Boys, two identical twins, and we go into what the twin life is really like, what it was like growing up, twin telepathy, um, and a bunch of other different types of shit. Uh, Our careers, vacations that we've went on, the band days, funny stories, and MMA. So, two fucking awesome dudes, I bring them up on this podcast all the fucking time, and, you know, they're... Dude, my best friends are my brothers. So, the Elo Show episode 20, The Bissell Boys. Yeah, so we got uh, Chris Bissell, Ryan Bissell. What's up? In the red, Chris Bissell. In the blue, we got The Bissell Boys. It yeah. is episode 20. Uh, we got big the two twins. The big 2 nice. Uh My first time with three people on the podcast. And my first time with a repeat guest, well, Mr. Yeah, CB. Come back around too. So I had to have this, uh, the the yeah. Bissell Boys um, on, and uh, well, you know, Elo, we appreciate you having us out here. It's oh yeah, dude, I, I appreciate uh, you guys coming out, man. Yeah. Even Ryan took a work yeah. call, and uh, he didn't want to, he didn't want to miss the podcast. Okay. So I appreciate that. Right. Looks like business has been doing well. Some upgrades. Got some since upgrades. Yeah, here. there's still some work to be done, yeah. and. Uh, See what happens and okay. go from there. Okay. So hey, we got the we got the red and the blue. Um, Dude, it's crazy because it's totally unintentional. That's, that's, yeah. what, that's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was like, when you just this said is that, actually like, a oh, gray, but yeah. no, I'm just kidding. All right, we'll take a blue. Yeah, yeah. We'll but yeah, when we were younger, it's like when we were straight out of the hospital, it was I was red, Ryan for red, and Chris was blue. You know, and so even like when we came home, like they left our bracelets on for like a first like couple weeks just to make sure they knew who was who. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. <clears throat> and so, then we'd have like identical shit, but his would be red, mine would be blue. So every single <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a red CD player. Yeah, Dude, I got a blue one. Because I remember, I, I don't remember what the event was, but I saw you in red and I saw you in blue. And that's what you guys, I've seen childhood pictures of you guys yeah. You yeah. wearing red, you wearing blue. I think it's just like a go-to color nowadays right. where it's just like, hey, fuck it, I'm going to wear blue. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And Ryan's like, hey, red's kind of cool. I've worn it a, a while. I so. actually just got this. So. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. so you're still picking out that fresh red shit. That's right. It could just be uh, subconsciously, too. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's what I think it is. Thing. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, growing up, I was like, oh, yeah, my favorite color is red. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's got the R, Ryan, yeah. red. But now it's like, I really don't have a favorite color. I like uh-huh. A lot of colors, you know. All colors, rocking every single color, dude. Um, let's give a shout out to Ben Wallace. Let's give him. That's his oh, yeah, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. birthday. It's a big three zero. Happy birthday, Ben. Yeah. Ben um, Wallace did a a big impact on the crew. We love Ben, so he's good to see him uh, celebrate a nice uh, big three zero for oh, sure. Yeah. He's going to Cuba with two other guys that are turning thirty like the same month. So oh, they're shit. doing like I tried going. and He's like, you have to be thirty to go. I was oh, like, fuck. what the fuck, dude. So that's gonna be tight. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see him uh, next month. It's gonna be dope. Um, but one of the things that I did want to touch up on is uh, one of you guys told me a story about when you guys were little, and it has to do with twin uh, telepathy. That's how you pronounce it, I believe. Yeah. So uh, one of you guys was at home. The other one was riding a dirt bike. One of you fell off of the dirt bike 
and then yeah. the one that was at home said yeah it was at home uh, yeah so chris went <laughs> to go rip the dirt bike up and you know just like we always did back in putty gut you know and uh, I just had a putty slut. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I just had like a, I had, a, I had a weird feeling that something happened. I don't know why. I was just and I told my parents before I even got home. I was like, I think something happened. And then I, sure enough, you know, he came home. He had like road rash up and down his leg. You know, it's just crazy. You know, throughout our life, we've seen that kind of coming in and out. Yeah. All different kinds of ways, shapes and forms. Dude, you know? even as uh, growing up and just being around you guys so much. Uh, someone asks one of you a question and both of you will answer the yeah. same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll text yeah. both of you separately and you'll answer it the same exact way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. Or you God got... forbid, like we had a, a great weekend or something. I catch you on that Sunday and Ryan's there too. Cause you're going to hear the same story twice. Like, yo, oh, yeah. dude, we've Saturday we did this and then I'm going to see you and you're going to be like, yo, Saturday. Or you're like, hey, I already know Ryan told me. So is this, <laughs> is this something that you like sense kind of? I think it's just, you know, when you're identical twins, you obviously share the same genes, things like that, but we're still different people. But since we're so close and we grow up so, you know, together and we do same a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, same, same environment. Experiences. Of, yeah. You know, that could have a lot to do with it too. Right. Not even just the twin telepathy. You know, yeah. I'd be curious to see how like just. Yeah, because it's like when we were growing up, we're always together. We're always doing this. Like I think until I was 24, we spent the longest time apart, or 23, when you went to Chicago yeah, for traveling training. for work and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah so I think yeah. it was until I was like 22, 23 that we spent the longest time apart. So up until Which that. Which was like two weeks. Yeah, and up until that point, it's been nonstop. So obviously, we think the same, we like the same shit. And then if we talk to someone, it's like, oh yeah, you like that, we like that. And then just boom or whatever, you know. Yeah. So. Dude, Ryan, yo, uh, lift, see if you can bump that mic up a little bit closer to kind of where uh, Chris is at. Yeah. Come on, bro. Check one, two. So we'll, there you go. So uh, a lot of people that don't know Sorry, you man. guys. <laughs> Sorry, it's my first podcast. I'm, a, I'm, a, I don't, I'm new, I'm new I'm here. New, I'm new, I'm new. Um, so a lot of people say... I'm that, new, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dude, no, you're good. Uh, a lot of people say that, you know, that don't know you. They don't know what you look like. Or they can't tell you guys apart. I mean, yeah. and it's totally like I can tell you guys apart. Mm -hmm. You guys are two completely different people. Um, so what do you guys think is the biggest difference between you guys? Probably our dicks. Like, <laughs> mine's way fucking bigger. Yeah, no. <laughs> they, actually, they actually thought Chris was a girl when he came out. We were, we were for trouble at first. But, uh, <laughs> to be honest, Ryan, I'm more like the model type. Ryan's kind of more of the... Dude, if I had a dollar for every time I heard this, <laughs> story. Um, but no, I mean, same height, you know, pretty much. Same eye color, same hair color. So really, it's I think it's like our noses. We have some facial features, you know. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty chubby. Yeah, I had chubby cheeks too. growing up. <laughs> chubby yeah. cheeks. Yeah, you kind of. When did you actually grow into the? Because you kind of grew out what, of your bro? chubbiness. You fluctuate. You fluctuate. I was all never the time, fat, bro. You fluctuate all I was the time. Never fat. I had a little bit of extra, you know, stuff there at one point. In time. He's in hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> I was sick of being the only snack in the kitchen, you know. So Dude, I, had to I like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was like freshman year, maybe. No, I think you might have been still been. Yeah, chubby. no, it was, puberty, dude, we're talking you know? middle school here, probably. Really? Where I was like I'm nah, chubby. No, nah, it was definitely in high school, wasn't was it? Yeah, yeah. Like one year maybe tops. Yeah, uh, dude. But either, either way, way, it was yeah. fun. I think just uh, we used to call him the fat twin, and he <laughs> get so pissed, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that might have happened, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just a lot of personality too. But you guys still have a, a the same personality. It's just very similar. Ways. It's just yeah, in different yeah, ways. Yeah, 
So do you think that because you guys, because you guys are very extroverted people, you guys think mm-hmm. that being twins kind of? I mean, uh, totally, like that? totally. Yeah. I mean, well, because you always feel comfortable. So put us in any new situation, but as long as we're together, yeah. we're comfortable, yeah, exactly. and like we'll excel or we'll talk or we'll meet people or we'll we'll make the best out of the situation. But if I was there solo, I mean, I travel solo for work. I'm not gonna fucking stand on the bar, you know. I mean, I've done that before, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, typically not, you know, yeah, it would yeah. be, all right, I got my bro here with me. We're cool. We're comfortable together and we're down to, to meet whoever and, and talk to whoever. Yeah. But even when you guys are, even if I'm just with you or if I'm just with you, mm-hmm. like if we go to a store, we go to a gas station, we go anywhere, you guys will end up talking to somebody, you know? Yeah. So I true, mean, have true. you met, have you met Papa B? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that had a big so, impact on it. Yeah, did he have a lot of like friends uh, around growing up or did you guys have like, I mean, I, I'm sure when he was in like growing up, like going to high school and then when he went to college and stuff like that for sure. But I think after like, it was maybe a different set of crew. Um, but he's just always been an extroverted person, make it happen and, and find a will find a way, yeah. you know? So, so, dude, I read something on the internet. I was actually telling Chris about this. It's uh, like 40%. 40%, that's a pretty big percentage. 40% of twins, like when they're younger, they can't talk yet, but they talk to each other. And oh, they in talk the to, womb? Yeah. No, not no, even just in like, the womb. Oh. And just when they're like toddlers and shit before they can get actual words Like out. our so own language. Like yeah. their own language yeah. and they can like understand. So, I mean, Ryan other. can say my name, Christopher or Chris. So, growing up, they called me Furfur, or he did. So, like, you know, because you couldn't say my full name, so maybe but that I'm saying could be something. He's saying even before language. Mm. Maybe where I was like, hey, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, about I don't recall any of that, but yeah, I believe yeah. it, dude. Twins, I like, mean, we have it crazy. after. We were like, in the belly together, dude. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You know? I mean, I can look at him in almost any situation and be like, you think what I'm thinking? Yeah, he's he like, knows yeah, what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And, like, we can, you know, collaborate after or whatever it might be, you know, but he we're typically always on the same page in that regard to where mm-hmm. any situation I can look at him and be like, yeah, you think? And then he's like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So dude. So, um, I mean, what was it like, uh, just growing up as twins? Like what were some of the perks and stuff like that for you guys? I mean, the perks where you always had someone to do something with, you know, that's mm-hmm. your same age and everything, you know, it's like double the gear, yeah. same shoe size, same shirt right. size, same yeah. hat size. Let me borrow this. Let me borrow yeah. that or whatever. Um, <laughs> do a couple swaps back and forth. You know, so you always had someone to hang out with, you know? Yeah. Did you guys, uh, typically too, if Ryan broke the ice with a girl, I could come in and like grab her later and steal her from mm-hmm. her. Or something like that. <laughs> Dude, that's <what> <laughs> Honestly, that's what I want to hear about. Did you guys yeah. get into, uh, any twin shenanigans or what? Well, I mean, we've had our, our fair share of uh, activities in that area, but um, I think the funny time with he's married now, his wife uh, Allie, she was over, and you were like, "Hey, try sneaking in on her, see if she can she can tell the difference." Oh like, yeah, no, she was in the she. We were laying in bed. She went to the bathroom. Yeah, and then and Ryan's like, "Hey, get in my bed." Yeah, lights were off. See if she. But can tell she the difference. Uh, she knows me too. Well. Yeah, she she, she can tell out right away. Yeah. All she did was rub against me, and she's like, it's <laughs> "Definitely not right." Oh jeez. But um, <laughs> no, seriously. So we fucked around like that. We've done the. Class. I mean, high school. We definitely swapped. Classes. <laughs> we swapped classes. Like, yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, and like everyone around us knew, but the teacher had no idea. You know? <laughs> oh, so like everyone oh around God. us, I remember the biggest out. challenge of that was trying to figure out where the hell he sat. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, where the fuck does Ryan sit every day? And then I would finally, someone would be like, yep. he sits over there. I'd be like, oh, cool. Or like we've used each other 
each other's IDs, you know, like if yeah. someone forgot it, you know, pass it under the table. Yeah, yeah. that's what I've actually witnessed. Yep, that. It's, uh, it's crazy because we do a couple or no, of spaces. In New York City, in New York City, I forgot my ID to get into this club. And it's like, dude, if you don't have your ID in New York right. City, you're not getting into the club. Right. But uh, and I lost my wallet and everything. <laughs> um, and I still do that. But uh, but you already were in there. Yeah. You already were in there. So the bouncer was like, oh, you already showed me your ID and just let me right in right yeah. there. And I even like, in uh, Vegas, your bachelor party the first night, you forgot your ID when we were going to Hakkasan's. And I was like, God damn it. Like I booked this big elaborate trip for his bachelor party. And then uh, first night, I mean, we had a, a couple activities. That's crazy. That, cause that's not like point. my, yeah. And then, uh, I usually we ended that. up doing the twin thing right to the guy right there on the spot where I was like, all right, I'm going to show him mine. I'm going to get the crew through Ryan. You're going to have my ID at the end. So hopefully he forgets by that time. And yeah, we're a gravy getting in, but yeah, you know, we can usually Definitely has its perks. We can run really, that one. By I would the best say there's thing. way more pros than cons. Like oh, there's yeah. really not many cons. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine really. Any, I mean, even you know. like from a competitive advantage, like he pushes me, I push yeah, him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's really no. If problems. I see him starting to to do really well, it makes me want to do really well. Mm-hmm. If he starts hitting the gym and I'm eating Cheetos, it makes me want to start hitting the gym, yeah. or vice versa. So I mean, I think just in that regard, it's nice. And just from a delegation of duties, like we're a team, so you know, obviously, like bruising canoes, I'll say, hey, I'm gonna tackle these duties. You tackle these duties, and then we collaborate after. So yeah. it's not so much on one plate, you know, mm-hmm. where you can just, you know, this is what you're good at. This is what I'm good at. You knock these out. I'll knock these out. We'll meet up in the next day or two, and we'll we'll, we'll collaborate and see exactly. what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, you guys have been together for so long. So what was it like? You were the first one that moved out, right? So yeah. what was it like when? Yeah, by a couple weeks. So he bought a house, and then I was like, I oh, gotta sh- buy one now. You know? Oh, yeah. Damn. So he bought one in. Oh, was, was it not, December? February? No, it was March 14th. Uh, two, it was two and a half years ago. Yeah, so you bought yours in March. I bought mine in July. So that's how the twin shit works. I was like, oh, you bought a house? I was like, all right, I got to so get So what was it now. like being uh, separated for the first time? It was like, definitely weird at first, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of chilling back and forth. Like, hey, you want to come over? Yeah, all right, come over. You know. Yeah. The cool thing was you guys lived so close together. Yeah. You guys still do. Too, yeah, I mean, but know? we still talk every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. So you guys can just call yeah. each other and just uh, yeah, know, bullshit. For hey, what's the game plan hour? for today? What's your day look like? This is what my day looks yep. like. Hey, I'll see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. So if we got time, we'll meet up. If not, I'll see you. So how did you guys? Because uh, you guys were in a band. So how <clears throat> how did you guys? Why not you play drums? Why not you play guitar? You know how did you guys yeah, decide that? You know I'm really not sure. I think he you just kind of had a natural knack for the drums, and I just whip. I just started playing the guitar. You know it's. Yeah. But I can play drums. You know. Yeah. No. And, the, I, can, and I mean I can play get a little bit of the get fiddle. You know that's a good question. <laughs> I think. I think I had I had that mini strat that dad got me, and you got the mini electric drum set. Yeah. And it's just kind of. That's, and it's kind of like yeah. when you're at that age, it's like, hey, whatever. You the drums are way more fun at yeah. that age. Come on, it's like. Yeah. Learning Bang guitar, shit, yeah. going through the the hours and hours it takes to learn guitar versus. Yeah, I was like, bro, you don't yeah. got the song down yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I think it was just like, hey, this is what you're gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do, and then that's it. There was nothing like, yeah. oh, like you sure you don't want to do this or do that. It's like, no, I'll do drums. You do guitar. Cool, yeah. done. But yeah. I had interest. Like I like guitar. You know, I looked up to a lot of people that play guitar and stuff, and mm-hmm. was like thought they were cool and stuff. You know, so it was. Like, my eyes were always on the guitar, really. Could you guys, while you guys were playing, feel the twin sense? Oh, yeah, like, were... where are we going next? Like, three, yeah. four, or whatever. Like, if it's yeah. the ending of a song, and you're doing the big, damn, oh, yeah. and we'll, I go, we'll kill, we'll, I'll be like, how many we times will destroy you a rock and roll ending like yeah. no one's ever seen. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. we can do can it as long as you want until, uh, <laughs> until he jumps.
jumps and you go damn damn or whatever you know yeah dude and, and i mean that helps too because your dad was into music your uncles yeah. were into music so yeah. you guys had all the right role models i mean that's how we started jamming it was me and chris my dad and my uncle it was yeah. the bissell boys you know my dad's true brother bissell boys. my dad's brother and me and chris Yep. And you guys played like you guys are talking about when you first started. Yeah, that's yeah. what really got us jamming. Yeah. Um I mean we played it we had our own band, but it's like before that, you know, it was Bissell Boys, you know, that's what really got us started. Yeah. Then that kind of went on I a think it was high. my dad. Just, we'd play like these crazy clubs in Detroit, like the I Rock yeah. in like the ghetto when we were like fourteen, right. like just playing like Metallica, Iron Maiden, and just yeah. these crazy eighties metal stuff. Well, I think it was like my dad and my uncle want to live out like the rock and roll fantasy and they needed a drummer and guitar player. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so they're just like, Hey boys, yeah. we're gonna train you up on this. Here's some songs to learn and we're gonna practice once yeah. a week and then but it was awesome. It yeah, was we fun. loved it, we enjoyed it. And then uh next thing you know, we're just playing a couple gigs. Started doing our own thing, yeah. yeah. And dude, the band aids were fucking crazy. But dude, even Super like crazy. the the talent show, me and Chris, like we just rolled oh, up yeah. to Richmond, yeah. you know, new twins in town. Yeah. And uh it was just me and him playing the talent show you know the moment that you've all been waiting for <laughs> right <laughs> headline in the sixth seventh grade talent yeah, show yeah. dude and you guys melted everybody's faces yeah, that's dude, a crazy, crazy thing yeah. Yeah. there I was mean, some rock star moments there i remember like me and ryan are getting ready to go on and the girl that was in her and dude the girls were like a couple grades yeah. up like yeah i mean yeah, yeah. we were yeah we were dude, like, <laughs> let's go so uh like we were about to go on the curtains about to open and the girl I'm not gonna say her name that was doing the announcing, she's like, Here's a good luck charm and just like busts out her tits and shows it to us like <laughs> sixth <laughs> seventh seventh grade talent show like, and like whoa. I'm about to go on just like still discombobulated from what happened before the curtain <laughs> come again yeah i was like so after that ryan and i were like yo this band shit like we should take this serious because uh do you see what was just fun dude yeah yeah i mean you guys you guys came in and just were an automatic hit you it know you so guys are fun, twins yeah. you guys were from like anchor bay or something yeah. right correct yep. Yeah. You guys came in, and then Ryan had like a girlfriend, like the second, second day. day. <laughs> <laughs> second day, second I don't recommend that too, uh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, who else can say yeah. that they went to a brand new school and had a girlfriend the second day? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah. uh, very true. Very that's true. A, that's that's a, a, I mean, you're putting in, you're putting in groundwork day one at a new high school to be able to pull that off. You know? So when, so when did the band become like serious for you guys? Cause it did at one point. Yeah, like when, what was I mean, the I would say point? high school, high like school, high school. You know, just figuring out. Junior. You know, you guys... everyone's figuring out what college they're going to, what they're going to be doing. You know, and uh, we were just kind of like, we want to do the band stuff. Yeah. You know, it was fun. We've done a little bit like during high school. We did a couple tours like during spring break or whatever. You know, so you know we were trending in that direction to kind of go. You know, do some play some shows in some other states and promote the music that we were doing you know so when you guys were in without a trace did you guys just see that as fun or did you see that as no without a trace was just fun okay yeah just because yeah. i mean you know yeah just fun and then <laughs> and then really when it transitioned into you got mike as your lead singer that's when it started to okay, yeah well then we did some should... restructuring some rebranding we got a vision yeah we really liked yeah. the direction we were going yeah. we had a lot of good things going on you know talking to a lot of good people yeah. and i mean without a trace wasn't real money. we were making money yeah, you know yeah. you know we were but we we didn't put a dime into the band out of our own money you know what i mean it was own all pocket, funded yeah. from playing shows i mean play north fest and lance cruz and do a thousand and merch just like that you know right. what i mean and so like 
we're like, yo, we're definitely marketable, marketable. We can sell, you know, how do we scale yeah. this and get to, you know, to oh, where yeah. we want to be. Dude, those big you know? shows. Yeah. Dude, at like, uh, Grace Christian yeah, Grace Church. Christian Church. Huge, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. I just remember looking at Elo when we were playing in Pittsburgh with like the Somerset. And uh, I was like, it was crazy. I was like, show. get some booze on the stage. He brings up like a half gallon of Patron. Yeah, the, yeah. We're not the even owner 21 yet. The yeah. owner of the venue put that like yeah. fifth of Patron and those PBRs on stage for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was crazy. Dude, we were playing not like even 21. 18, yeah, yeah, we were 18, 19. Yeah. Dude, and then you guys played at a bar. And they were, we did like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, those Jagger bombs or some yeah. shit. No, Irish car bombs Irish car with bomb. a dude in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah that was nuts. Yeah, that was he crazy. bought them for us because he's like, fuck it, you guys, come here. Yeah, yeah but dude. dude, that just, I mean, that's crazy because come you here. just, <laughs> you just me, play it's a fun show. Times, dude. You just yeah. play a show, and I mean, no matter what age, dude, it's like, hey, yeah. you're fucking here. Let's and uh, like, there was no pressure people. about like, oh, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? You know, yeah. it was like, we're just having fun like we didn't right. think about that and i think that was the beauty in all of it it was like we're not we don't care about anything else but what the moment that we're in right now and having fun you know what i mean yeah yep. so for chris and ryan i mean what do you think that the band days did for both of you guys individually now like today i like, think i mean good ice breaking and putting yourselves in different situations like yeah, we, getting used to p- putting yourselves in uncomfortable situations exactly. every day yeah. pretty much when you play a show in front of people you don't know showcasing your you know well even opposed to that like we were at the mall every single day prior to the show so we're in texas we're at the galleria mall slanging cds out of our backpacks which gives you that great face-to-face selling uh just skills you know so the soft skills speak volumes even today into yeah exactly and And i think just how a business is kind of run you know like at the end of the day a band is a business you know and it's kind of you know, we yeah. learned a lot from that and how we can get creative, yeah. you know, like, like do a big tour kickoff <laughs> show in your hometown, yeah. charge at the door, make a bunch of money. Yeah. So you have a bunch of money to float your boat when you go on a tour, even right. if the tour flops, you know, yeah, do so VIP like you, tickets. Yeah, you can do like we just kind of, you know, we were able to monetize in different ways and figure stuff out like that. And I think right. that was a lot of fun. And I also learned a lot of things personally, you know, about, you know, the relationships we have with the people in the band and all that kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, so. you get to learn adapt in certain situations handle adversity when the fucking serpentine belt yeah, blows in the rv yeah. are you tripping or are you figuring out how to get it fixed out or what type of person are you in those situations yeah. and i think by putting yourselves in those situations just experiencing it where you know that one time i was driving i distinctly remember as we were all there and you know we just got super kind of stony driving and uh we, no, we're no, low, tell we're, the real story. Tell the real no, story. No, this is it. This no, is the real story. No, this is Doug the, was supposed to drive. No, this is oh, a different story. Yeah. This is a different story. Okay, I okay. Going. I thought that you were talking. Yeah, like, yeah no, no. I was story. going to a different story. So I don't know what story you're talking about. Okay. So before I was really interrupted, um, <laughs> we, yeah, so I was, we had to get gas. I was driving. Uh, we got super high. We, we fucking go to this gas. Flying high. <laughs> so we finally get to this gas station and everybody runs out to buy like snacks and shit. So like chips and candy and the, and me I'm guilty I did it too and nobody puts gas in the, the tank. Oh yeah, we we forget. So to then, put gas so in the then we're driving, we're flying high again, as Ryan would say, and uh, uh. I look down, I'm like, fuck, we forgot to get gas, and then just in those type of situations where you either freak out because we didn't get gas, you wait until we either run out of gas and you're like. I'm going to get upset when it happens, but in the meantime, I'm cool until that does happen. It's just putting yourselves in those situations to see how you act. And, and keep in mind, you ain't in 
you ain't in Michigan. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> right. So it's like, right. you really got to figure it out. Yeah. But I think even now it's like when I get in a difficult situation, I recognize the difficult situation. And then I'll like, you know, you have that side of you that kind of wants to act irrational or whatever. Right. It's like, you can recognize it and yeah. put it in place, you know, yeah. just cause we've been in a bunch yeah. of crazy different <clears throat> situations. Basically you know? it just taught me like, don't jump to conclusions and don't freak out or get upset until it actually happens. Because yeah. there's been times where we've been thinking like, Oh my God, we're going to run out of gas. And then next thing you know, we make it to the gas station. That's even 10 miles away from where we just previously yeah. were, but we thought we were alone. We needed gas. Dude, it was crazy today. So. Like Lowe's was uh, dropping off all these supplies at my house. Cause I'm finishing my basement and they were kind of blocking the road. And this lady is trying to get through. Dude, no patience at all. Just got out, started yelling at the guys, and was like, "Move your car!" Like was yelling. I was like, "Jeez, lady, you know, it's like if that's the worst thing that happens to you all day, you know, you're having a right. pretty good day." Yeah. She so, could legit go around the block. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what a savory lesson. Yeah. I think honestly, that's just my motto. I, I it, t- it takes me a lot to get upset. Yeah. Um, you know. You think that the band-aids and dealing with all that shit had something? I mean, to it's do with a that? lot, yeah. But I mean, it definitely helped. But I mean, it's always a work in progress, you know. Just kind of yeah. maintaining that, <clears throat> and yeah. it all depends too on how bad you want something, you know. Like I remember we did Warp Tour in Detroit. Uh, we played at Comerica, and then the next, and then we were on the entire Warp Tour, and then just not the Detroit date for some reason. And we were at that hotel in whatever state it was when we found out we weren't going to be in it. It was like fucking whatever and then we ended up playing it last minute or something like that so it's just you never know so it's like i don't know just don't overreact always stay positive yeah stay positive right so i mean just off the top of your head what's your most uh i know that there's a million memories dude but like just the most memorable uh time from tour in what category yeah right (laughs) it's a tough one you're talking shows parties honestly i just love like like i think the uh the Rocktober tour with Friday Night Fever. That was a good That was so much yeah. fun. Oh, dude. That was like, epic. Just. That was epic. It was just fun all around from hanging out every night to the shows were good. The yeah. run was good. You know, everyone, it was a great time. But I mean, they're all good. I love just traveling with everybody. It's fun. It's a new experience, you yeah. know. Because you're with your own little. But a lot of times it's a new place we've never been before. So we're just checking it out, you know. <clears throat> yeah, like we when we were in Washington, D.C. And Ryan read that fact that. They had the most bombs out of like anywhere in the world. So yeah. we're on tour, me, Ryan, and Elo, we all grab our scooters and Ryan's like, I'm bringing some snacks. I'm going to find the most yeah. deserving bum and give him some snacks. <laughs> so like that was our mission for the day to find the coolest bum that we could find and hook him up with some snacks. Yeah, and dude. It took it's a pretty elaborate setup they have there at that it park is. in it Washington, is. dude. Yeah, dude. That was a nice one. I remember riding the scooters. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. That was sick. Can't ride it by the Lincoln But Memorial. I mean, I think overall the best piece was just the whole journey right and seeing where we started from the astro to the rv you know and just kind of that whole which was all funded by the band yeah yeah, small shows to big shows to to headlining to you know having to sell tickets to getting a guarantee you know guarantees are what you want like guaranteed payment you know you guys have to you have to book everything yourselves too yeah i did a lot of the booking like when i was uh who's our bookie yeah i was cleaning out some of the stuff and dude i found pages in this notebook and it was like all right, we're going to start in Michigan and then we go to Chicago or whatever, wherever the run was. And I had mileage broken out, gas money, how much yeah. it cost to get to every single place. And That's just map questing yeah, it out. Map know, questing just, it out. Yeah. Um, you know, we had the Tom, Tom GPS, all that stuff. So just a lot of that and figuring out, okay, how much is this going to cost? How much do we need to make at each show to break even, you know, 
I think our per DMs, we were only getting, you know, five bucks a day or something, a band member to buy Taco Bell with. The rest, like, you know, we did have to buy our own food and stuff. But a lot of times we'd meet fans at the show or or make friends with people and, like, they would bring us over. I think, yeah. I think it was, like, every, almost every night. Yeah, like, that was the goal. Like, go to the mall before the show. I'd post on Sell a bunch of CDs, meet anyone we could to get them to the show and become friends with them or see what's going on. I mean, we're 18, 19 years old. We want to party. You know what I mean? So see what's going on that night. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, overflowing. Dude, look at that. Dude, one of the biggest things uh, was just the freedom, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love the freedom. Like, bro, Elo, you've got a kid, and I've got one on the way. I mean, would you let your 17-year-old just go and go to to Texas (laughs) in a van? Hell no. But I would, you know, because, like, props to my parents for, you know, letting us do that. You know what I mean? It was crazy. You know, but it was like, dude, that's all I could think about. When I went to sleep, like, I dreamed about, like, vans and touring, you know, and, like, and I told Chris, Chris, like, like, a couple months ago or something. I was like, dude, like, I want to get back to wanting something like that again. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's tough when you get your career and you get, you know, you get comfortable, you know. It's hard to want something that bad again. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. You want something so it's bad. It's deeper than wanting like a fast car or something like that. It's like this is like something that Yeah, it was like crazy. Want. The want yeah. for it yeah. was like yeah. I was like, How can I match that again? Right. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> and I've been trying and it's tough. You know, it's like tough. once you have a set of goal and you get there, you know, the next thing doesn't always come right away. Right. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. gonna take a little time. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean, that goes with your career, too. I mean, you want to find something that you fucking want really bad, and Mm -hmm. it's hard when you want something really bad, and then you achieve that goal, and then it's like, okay, and then maybe you fall in a a little rut after you achieve that goal, and then it's like, oh, fuck, I don't want it as bad as I did now that I have it. Mm -hmm. But I think ruts are okay, you know? I think it's in those moments you need to seek opportunity. You need to try to learn something new or do something that you really haven't done before, you know, to try to gain a little bit more experience or see something that you haven't seen before. Try to figure out where you want to go next, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think that there is uh, maybe a rut and it's just, okay, maybe you shouldn't do it? Or yeah. do you think I think there's different, there's levels and there's levels to ruts because obviously if you didn't achieve your goal and you're in a rough a rut, like life's probably pretty shitty. But if you achieve like the thing you wanted super bad and then you're just chasing that craving of that want, that feeling that you've had, that's it's a rut, but it's a good rut because you've already you're making some progress, you've achieved some things, but it's just you're just reassessing where you're at and what are your next objectives and you know, so there's different levels to it. If you've already you've accomplished some things and you're successful in some regard, awesome. That's not really a rut, it's just a reassessment period. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I and then reassessing and then picking out that trying to find that new feeling. But it's tough. I mean, if you think about it, we're 27 years old, right? Most people retire at 55 and a half. I mean, we've got a good 25, 30 years of work ahead of us, right? It's like, you know, our whole and lifetime. You, yeah. And if you, you know, we've already lived that. So take the whole life that you've already lived, right? And that's what you're going to be working, right? So it's crazy to think that, like, the job you have now, you're not going to have for that 
duration of time right you know what i mean so something is going to change or something's going to give it's like and it's up to you to kind of find that opportunity yeah. if you sit around and wait Certainly. for it to come it's not going to come and you're going to stay stagnant and you're going to be in a place you don't want to be in and dude that's know? why i love you're having be you stuck guys. in the mud that's why i love having <laughs> you guys uh, in my life just because you guys uh are total go-getters yeah. chris you said one day that you wanted to get a job at plax Fucking, it took a while. It was five, a big goal. Five, dude, it was, it's an amazing and story. It, it really and, is. Yeah, you know? and then fucking Ryan, I remember we were at the gym at fucking Powerhouse, and you were talking about yeah. a job at CDW. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you fucking got it, dude. Yeah. So I, 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 legit, that, I legit remember telling Ryan, like, hey, I hope when I'm 40 I can work for that company one day. Well, yeah. Like, you know? And then, well, the yeah. goal I had for myself... How did you, yeah, just like go from Well, so scratch. like I just like, always said you? I wanted to work on Cisco networking equipment, right? I never said for who or whatever. I just said, you know, because I was going to Macomb doing the Cisco track. You know, I knew I wanted to do networking in IT because I feel like if you start in networking, you know, everything connects to the network. So if you know how the network works, then you can kind of go anywhere you want from there. But I just stuck in networking. And uh, so I got, uh, actually, it's funny. I was at PTM, right? So after the band kind of dwindled out a little bit and we're just kind of looking, you know, needed some, you know, got to start, start making some moves somewhere, right? <laughs> so um, started CNC machining, um, you know, Jimbo hooked us up with that. You know, we bombed our math test so bad. Like they gave us like this Terrible. crazy math test yeah. with like, complex fractions, all these different things, how to read a blueprint. Like, we just didn't know. You know, we were yeah. straight off the fucking tour we're bus. Green. You know we're what I mean? Yeah. Straight off the tour bus, and now you're giving us this math test. Not going to happen. So we failed the math test horribly. But we actually, and they hired us anyways, because... Um, it's new some people, new some yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And um, took a, took, rolled the dice on us, and he even told us that. Like, I'm rolling the dice, okay. so work hard. We ended up crushing it. Like, we were some of the best CNC machines you've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like we would compete, we would compete. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. His machine would be here, mine would be here, yeah. and I'd be like, "How many blocks do you get done today?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I'm at ten. I'd be like, "Oh, mm -hmm. I'm at fifteen. But you know, like, yeah. so we would compete, For and that's sure. what uh, drove the efficiencies in that department, and really showed management that, hey, you know what? They bond their math test. Who yeah. cares? But they're pumping out the most best work that we've ever had. So yeah. we're just gonna let them. And you know, start building some confidence professionally. Like, yeah. yo, you know, wherever we go, if you work hard, and you know, you can you know, do good things, whatever. So internally they posted for like an IT position and I was going to Macomb for this, uh, just doing IT, but I like just started. Sultan. And uh, <laughs> so I applied for the job. I even like um, negotiated with them. Like, <laughs> they're like, yo, we'll give you like 1375. And I was like, I want 14. <laughs> and I was like, not a dollar and like, less. And like, I remember I was like, shit, why'd I do that? Like, yeah. I'm not going to get the job now, you know, 25 cents. It's so funny because now uh, when you think about it, if you don't negotiate, it's like a form of weakness. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But yeah, like, so it's just different. Well, yeah. like, I remember saying that, but I got it. You know, it was fine. Um, and I had no skill set or anything. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know why they gave it to me, but they did. And I'm grateful for that. But yeah, I worked that position and it was crazy. You know, people say, like, oh, stay in and study. You know, that's how you're going to get where you got to go. Well, like, I got my next job after that from going from at a concert, you know, from a social gathering, you know, with a little bit of alcohol involved, whatever. Our RV was parked right next to this other RV at a concert. Yep. Became talking to them. The dude owns his own IT company and he loved me and hired me the, like, literally a month later for double what I was making at the other place. Our boy Paul. And, like, way better experience too you know i was now doing managed services provider where i was working with a bunch of different companies got to see a lot of different things 
Yeah, from sales to front end. Yeah, and, everything. Yeah. So it's all in one shop, you know. So I got to see a lot of different, you know, how a whole business was run, an IT business was run there, and that was awesome. And you know, he's still a great friend of mine. Um, he's the man. And then from that, I mean, dude, networking in school. I mean, you think about how many people you meet in college classes. Like every college class I've had, I've I know people from that we still stay in touch to today, and uh, you know not even expecting it right just reaching out to old people that i knew you know talking Mm -hmm. uh cisco and dude he's like yeah i'm at cdw they've got this great associate program for cisco networking and dude it's like you're my age and you have a prime opportunity to work on just cisco networking that's unheard of like most small to medium-sized businesses they don't buy cisco because it's expensive you know so you're working on like hp you're working on all these different platforms that really don't um pertain to your yeah they don't they don't (laughs) pertain to your certifications or anything like that that you have you know so no practical on the job experience exactly so went there and dude it's amazing i love it there and Um, that's kind of what pushed but like but now i'm there right i want to work on cisco gear now i'm working on cisco gear and that rut we talked about i wouldn't call it a rut but i'm just saying like that reassessment period yeah reassessment period where you're kind of like aligning like all right do I want to go into sales? Do I want to go into management? Like, what is my next step? Do I want to go senior engineering level? You know, there's a lot of different avenues there. Um, Certainly. So it's like assessing that and trying to figure it out. But I mean, it worked out great. And, yeah. you know, it's all to networking and, you know, just. And then to bring it full circle, he started doing that. And I was still clocking in every day and they were bitching at me when I was like five minutes late and stuff. And I was like, what the hell is this? Well, he's, oh yeah, I'm at CDW. He's sleeping I'm in. I'm at CDW corporate, yeah. no Fortune 500 company. And it's yeah. amazing. It's completely different. The onboarding process from HR. got basketball HR. courts and like, shit. Yeah. It was crazy. You know, and I'm telling Chris all these things, you know, about it. And he's like, Dude, I'm working from home. Like, he's like, what? It's crazy. Yeah. You know? Wait, you're working from where? And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, kind of push him to take that next step. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, you know, and yeah. we both, we still continue to do this day, you know, that you have any plans to do something together in regards to, uh, income generating. I mean, we do, we have the DJ business. Oh yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So we do that. And I mean, it's our biggest year to date. Um, we had the drone business we did for a couple of years. That was fine. Yeah. But I got to a point where I was like, all right, you got to re- the reassessment period, right? You're spreading yourself too thin. Drone businesses. It's like you need to like start saying no to things, right? And just kind of focusing in on what you think is going to be the best thing. And that's what and what's I, fun and what, yeah. you know. And so whole... like if I really want to do something now, I do it. And if there's any doubt that I really don't want to, I, I just don't, you know. And um, mm. so just becoming aware of that and doing that, you know, and allocating your time appropriately, you know. So yep. to me, honestly, like I want to grow this DJ business. Um to be way bigger than it is moving to corporate events and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, dude, yeah. Cause we had an initiative. We were you doing, can't, you can't, yeah, we were you doing, can't knock this dude. I love yeah. it. Man. We were doing, we were doing bars for so long and bars just, they're fun, but you don't want to only DJ bars. Yeah. Let's, let's DJ from eight to two and make 300 bucks. Yeah. Right. Like no. that was great at the time, yeah. but it was like, now it's like, all right, split it with you. 150, 150. I'd rather like, sit at home and, and do something else. Yeah. You know what I'd I mean? rather or spend whatever. 150. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know? So then yeah. we move to the weddings and yeah. like, that's where our main focus is. Right. Um, so now the weddings are way better because people are there. They want to dance. There's free. It's booze. fun. Dude. It's, it's fun. fun. You get on the mic yeah. like, and you got to do all the introductions. Yeah. It's pretty tense, right? Cause it's someone's special day. And there's you know? a lot of so responsibility, a lot of involved. responsibility yeah. on our end. So, I but like it. Once yeah. you've done them a couple times, like we're up to probably close to probably our 50th wedding ish. Yeah. And, um, now that you've done so many of them, it's just like clockwork. But 
again, it's just way better than DJing bars. We had the initiative that, hey, we want to start breaking into the wedding scene. We started paying for marketing. Just a thought. Yeah. Just a thought. You yeah. know, want to start breaking into the, like, the wedding scene. I swear to God, you just need to believe it and talk about it and it'll happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And fucking take action and do and it. take a little bit. Yeah, of but action. that's crazy. Yeah. Like, oppert- you'll see opportunity. It's like, all right, I want to get a Tahoe, right? I, I love Tahoe, so I want to get a Tahoe. You go driving, you'll just see Tahoes everywhere. <laughs> so will. it's like, okay, you so will. if you start thinking like, hey, I want to do this, like opportunity will, yeah. s- like you'll start to see opportunity like that, you know? And I, I really yeah. believe that because. Like, oh, I want to be a male stripper. You'd be like, oh, I can go to all my friends, mom's parents' parties and be a male stripper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, Chris. But so you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I honestly believe that because, you know, I said, hey, I want to work on Cisco. I want to work on Cisco gear. You know, design and implement Cisco networks. I never, that was it, right? There was no detailed plan of like walking this way and walking back way of how to get there. It was just that thought, right? And so I would just look for those opportunities to make that happen. Yeah. You know, and it, it would, it's like mm-hmm. similar to like, hey, I want that vehicle and you see it everywhere, you know? And so you were talking about uh, with the DJ gig uh, going corporate, like doing corporate events. Like, yeah. what do you like mean? Uh, Christmas parties, you Christmas, know, yeah. anything like would that. Would that pay more than weddings? Well, it's uh, it it's, a, it's another avenue, right? You have wedding season, right? Which is awesome. All right, so what can you do when it's not wedding season? Corporate events, corporate Christmas parties, corporate, yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff Annual like that. Annual events, yeah. awards mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. QBRs, QBRs, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever they want to do, you know. So, um, are you guys working your way into that right now? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're doing the uh, Detroit Athletic. Yeah, Club. we're doing the D- Detroit Athletic Club Christmas party. That's gonna be uh, hey. That's <laughs> hey. It's, it's gonna be a great time for us, you know. And it's BAC. kind of our first uh, corporate event, and but it's we're yeah. doing good business with those guys this year. It's gonna be fun. So it's, it's kind of our a, first yeah company organization. But that again, we're into. just start thinking about it. Hey, I want to move into corporate events, you know. <laughs> mm, yeah, right. And just next like, thing you know, our buddy's girlfriend is in charge of the corporate events for yeah. DAC. It just like comes yeah, together, so, you know. But it like yeah. there's nothing to it but to do it, you know. If we weren't DJing, then the opportunity never would have been there, you know. That's why I love this fucking podcast because it's like how how many other people you know are starting one, you know? They're just listening to them. It's like if you want to do it, just do it, yeah, and thank opportunity you, will come. Yeah, appreciate you know? that, man. Thank yeah. you. Just gotta get some mics and PC. Just right? gotta get some mics <laughs> and fucking Mac. Start and a like, I don't know. I'm yeah. gonna go look on Instagram. Yeah, you know, it was one of those things. Uh, like you were talking about, it's it was an idea that I just I couldn't stop thinking about, dude. Yeah, dude. And when you have an idea or you have something, a goal or something that mm-hmm. you want to do, and you cannot stop thinking about it. It's like, all right, well, it's probably hey. time to start fucking doing it then. Right? Yeah, exactly. And the people that that don't act on it just like feel like it's difficult for them to be happy because they're like they just resent themselves for not taking that step. Yeah, you know, it's like just get after it. Who gives a shit what anyone thinks? Hey, at the, the end of the day, hate is gonna hate, but what they gonna say, right? What they gonna say? It's like, hey, at least we're out here fucking doing the damn thing. You know what I mean? It's much better than. You know, and you know, no not, matter what you do, every someone's gonna fucking hate it. You know, exactly. so it's like just so, fucking so. do your thing, man. Exactly. So. Just but it's just a, a crazy world we all live in nowadays. You know, it it's is, crazy, dude. Man. It's crazy. There's crazy dude, people. Uh, people on uh, just social media platforms, just yep. straight talking shit, just uh, hating and fucking getting mad. I just think about how crazy, lucky man. we all are because, like, Elo, you've. You and I, Ryan, we've known each other for fucking ever. Yeah, dude. And then our years. yeah, and then our friend group too. On top of that, there's a lot of 15 year vets in there as well too that we've known each other just so long. Mm-hmm. And the Brodies, mm-hmm. we 
we all you know get along so well we click it's just so grateful to have a, a group because we're all on like the same that. page you know we're yeah. all trying to get better every day and just kill it you know dude yeah i love yeah. the brodies i love the brody chat too and dude when i uh when i say something like uh hey dude can i get the brodies to like share this or yeah. can i get the brodies to do this yeah. it's like we make all, it happen uh, yeah, yeah everybody makes it happen yeah. and it's so mm-hmm. fucking dude that's yeah awesome dude that's an awesome and for those of you have. that don't know what the brodies is basically it's a group chat of all of our close homies and yep. every day someone will be like hey i want to grab lunch here like who's in detroit and you'll have five people there or hey thursday night what's everyone doing you know you'll meet up there or it'll be like a monday morning it'll be like yo everyone let's kill it today i right. hope you have a great day you know dude let's get after so it so we, you know? we started like a group chat with our close close friends i mean there's 25 of us in the chat so it's not super as small i guess but i mean at the end of the day the same concept applies where it's just a lot of this like-minded people get together it's you know but it was so organic how that came it was about. organic yeah, you know right? it's like to be Is honest it, do you think I was it's because we went to a small school <clears throat> yeah do you think it's back. because we went to a small school? It could be. Yeah, it could have Because I remember one thing that I won't forget is that uh, I think it was Bobby Dixon that went to Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay, you know, giant school. Us, we were a small school, dude. We yeah. had like, what, like 150 kids in our class. Yeah. Yep. They had like fucking 2,000 kids in one class. Right. Dude. And he was like, dude, at Richmond, there's like one click of hot bitches. And at Anchor Bay, there's like 10 clicks of hot bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So true, it was like true. we had this close-knit yeah. group and yeah. then it's – it just started to expand and dude, right. a lot of it was you guys and a lot of it was like, you know, just everyone and it's still adding to this. Well, you got to participate, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean look at fucking, I mean, 100%. Mitzi, dude, he yeah. just got into yeah. the group yeah, chat Mitzi, like, yeah. like, like, yeah. uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe, exactly. but dude, we're constantly, we're, if you want to be a part of it and you're cool and you fit the mold, the gel, the crew, you're welcome. If you're a real fucking exactly. person, dude. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like it. Mipsy and fucking Mackinac Island. Bro, young was killer. Off the young wall. killer. We can go anywhere. Oh we can go anywhere. God. We're getting on the ferries. Like, what's up, Carl? Like security yeah. guy. Like everybody knows yeah. who he is. Yeah. Everybody. No. It was insane. We go to the hotel. It's like free comp hotel. Mifty's just like, oh yeah, I used to stay here all the time. Yeah. And then <laughs> the next day he's like, next day he's like, oh you guys want to roll in this fud shop? We're like, sure, we'll check it out. He's just like, yo, celebrity shift. Throws on a thing, starts making fud. Yeah, starts <laughs> ripping fud. Like, like, he's oh, ripping that fud. Yeah. Like, dude, it goes on. Then then Saturday. Saturday night, we're at the bar, and Mifty plays uh, guitar and sings, and he's super talented. And the Pink Pony. Yeah, then he's like, yo, I'm going to do a couple songs to the Pink Pony later. We're just like, what? Yeah. And just, it's packed as packed fuck. As fuck Jumps up there, shreds a couple songs, Mackinac Island. It's awesome. By the way, if you haven't been to Mackinac Island, I highly go, recommend it. The place now. is yeah, fucking... Not now, but in the It's life-changing. Yeah, it was, it was life-changing. That was, a, that was an experience. Fact, though, it's voted... Uh, TripAdvisor's 2018 summer destination in the U.S. In the U.S. So that's not just in Michigan. It's like, no, Mackinac's a real hot spot in yeah. the summertime. Oh, yeah. In the summertime, in the summertime. <laughs> that's right. There's, dude, there's someone uh, riding, like, a, the horse carriage. Dude, like, controlling yeah. the horse. Yeah. Uber's here. Oh, hey, Nick. Oh, hey, what's up? Dude, <laughs> yeah, it right? was uh, insane, yeah. dude. Uber's here. It was fucking... Uh, How many horsepower is that thing got? It's got two horsepower, bro. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, and uh, so for work, you guys are always traveling. So, I mean, how... Not always. Not always. I, I call it occasional... Mm. It's, about, it's about 40% Occasional travel. travel. More than that. Tasteful travel. More than, yeah. more than the average it's enough, job. It's enough to when you're like... Uh, sure. when it's you're enough like, to get you diamond at Hilton. You, exactly. guys, you guys have some points. Yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, the way points. I think of it, it's just in the perfect time where you're like, fuck, it's about time to leave Michigan, and then you leave Michigan. You know, and then yeah. you come back, and it's like it's like once a month, 
once every other month, yeah. maybe you're going. Somewhere. I mean, the only time for me where it was a lot was I was on a project for Striker, and oh, yeah. it was just like every week I was in New Jersey or C- or Seattle. New so it Jersey, depends what Seattle. company you're doing. Work yeah, whatever for. project yeah. I'm on at the time. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is I can apply for projects. Right, we have our skill set set up, and it says, all right, this project fits your skill set. Do you want it? Here's the, all the details about it, the number of hours, where it's located, you know, the work that needs to be done, and I can apply for it, and then. You know, we have a, a resource coordinator that aligns all our resources yeah. to the project. So they'd be like, I don't know, Ryan, you're pretty slim. Hey, and it, it, it helps too because uh, he was he lives in Chicago, and Ben was working La La Palooza for Tyler, the creator. Oh and yeah. So my my resource coordinator was going to La La, and I hooked him up with free passes from Ben. And so now, like, dude, if we get a good project, you know, there's chances are that your boys. You Cha-ching. Know, dude, and you guys aren't just like, Back you up. guys aren't just getting your job done and like going and sleeping in the hotel. You guys are exploring the city. You guys got are to. Like checking got it to. out. I mean, if it's in a cool place, like I'm going to maximize my efforts there. Right. That's, yeah. I feel like why not? Right. I mean, I'm not the king of missing flights because I like sleeping. In. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I want to, so I want to hear the, um, being in a city all by yourself strategy that each of you guys have. Ooh, Ooh. you want to? They're good. They're good. I like your bar. I like your bar strategy. If you you know what I'm talking about. So, um, really what I do is I, I try, I do a lot of research on the hotel I'm going to stay in. Cause like, depending where the customer site is, where the customer site is, that means, Little to nothing to me. Really. <laughs> like, I'll drive. How far is it I'll drive forty five minutes yeah. if I have to. Yeah. How you know far is I mean? it from downtown? Like, depends, well, it depends how long I'm staying. If I'm in and out, I'll stay closer. But like, if I'm gonna be there for a week or so, like, I'll make the drive to the customer side to stay in a better area. Yeah. So I'll do the research and just kind of look for you know, happening spots around there. It depends where it's at, really. You know what I mean? When I went to Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida. I was working out there. I stayed on an island resort. You know, I was just like, yo, like Hilton has an island resort. If we're expanding. So I'll stay there. You know, I'd rather stay there. And like, dude, it was like a mini vacay, you know, mm-hmm. but still got the work done. Still mm-hmm. did what I had to do. Um, yeah. And then for and me, like, yeah, dude, rental cars, you got to have a good rental car too. Right. You know? Can't be playing in that area either. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. It's fun though. I mean, so when I first started doing that, I wasn't, um, you know, I didn't know. So was I was a just, noob. Yeah, I was a noob. <laughs> so I would, they'd be like, oh, Chris, like you're going to be over here. Let's just say it was Seattle. I'd be like, okay, like where's the customer site? I'm just going to book the closest hotel there. Next thing you know, I'm off the side of the fucking freeway looking at a yeah. sign that says, here's some new dick pills you can try, you know, kind of shit. Where, and it was like, fuck this. Like I'm on a Hilton on the side of the freeway. I have to Uber to yeah, downtown. You be where it's yeah. a little more happening. So then yeah. once I started doing it a couple of times, it was like, all right, I'll stay downtown and then I'll drive to wherever the customer is, whether it's 45 minutes yep. or not, I'll wake up early. But it's just having that convenience and being in the downtown of the city, experiencing their environment, their whatever it might be, and then wherever the nights take you, they take It's like, you. yo, if I'm in Philly, I need a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, dude, <laughs> or, yeah. like, yeah. or like I'll stay like the weekend. You know, like in Seattle, yeah. I stayed the weekend and I had a buddy, Ben flew in, right. we hiked, you know, or like New York, when I was working in New York, I had all the boys yeah. fly to New York, stayed yeah. the weekend, we all Yeah, I flew from York. Germany to New York. And I'll, I'll yeah. get the hotel room because I'll be traveling, so like we can pile in my mm-hmm. hotel room. That's the funnest know. part, Ryan. Uh, recently, he was like, hey, I got to go to Chicago for work, but he's like, I got to go in at like Friday for a couple hours, and then I have to peek in at Monday yeah. for a couple yeah. hours. But he's like, they're going to pay for me to stay in downtown Chicago all this whole weekend. Yeah. So he'd be like, yo, you want to so roll I'll, I'll through? So I'll text the brodies. I'll be like, hey, yeah. anyone? 
when I come to Chicago. Yeah. And we, you know, we tore it up. Same thing with Indianapolis. You know, we, that was a good time. We do it up. Yeah. So, so New York, I think you got the room there too. So yeah, it was, it just, it works out and it's fun work perks that you can, you can tamper with, but traveling by yourself solo. I mean, you want to be in a downtown area where people are. You don't want to be off the beaten path, you know, looking at the dick mm-hmm. pill sign on the freeway. It's yeah. not where you want to be. Yeah. Dude, I had a buddy that, uh, he had an interview. He lives here. He had an interview in Chicago on a Friday. Drove to Chicago, and uh, he's not like the type of person to like go out and uh, like talk to people and you he's know an whatever. Introvert. He's an introvert. Yeah, definitely. So he uh, went to Chicago, interviewed, and then drove all the way back. And I'm like, bro, you should have <laughs> stayed for the fucking right. weekend. Right. Shit gets popping. I was out like, there. dude, bring your fucking girl. Dude, make yeah. a weekend out of it. You yeah. drove four hours, yeah. man. At so. least go to Federalis and take the shot of tequila and whip that glass or it's a ice shot. Yeah. So they make uh, shots out of ice glasses. <clears throat> And you pay a little bit extra. I mean, that's not like the go-to thing. Yeah, but in it's Chicago, fun though. It's yeah. fun. Though. <laughs> so you go to and the it's spot. Not even downtown. No, but, it's not downtown, but it's off Federalis. It's a fun spot. Yeah, it's a great spot. So they make uh, shot glasses out of ice cubes, and then you rip a shot of tequila, and then there's this big bell, and you whip. Dude, the I shot feel like glass I feel like New fun. York and Chicago have brunch on lock. Oh, 100 like, percent. You go to Chicago or New York, bottomless their brunch, fucking, their brunch breakfast. Spots. That's uh, a yeah. food in between breakfast and lunch, right? Yeah. Do you usually uh, brunch, bro? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't know. But just like those spots, like, oh, yeah. are insane. Brunch is probably Kill awesome, it. dude. Like, dude, dude, brunch in New York is like game changer. Yeah. Dude, you want to know something crazy? When I went to Europe after I graduated, I, I went with that. my family. Yeah, yeah, I went to London. For like a month, right? No, it was, it was like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So uh, we went to Paris for a week, then we went to. Uh, london for a week and in london in england dude it's like a thing or something every day after work everybody hits the bars dude oh, yeah so you see the bars fucking packed with people in shirts and ties people <laughs> like you're smoking ladies. their fags dude <laughs> exactly right. bro, smoking <laughs> the fags. Yeah, seriously <laughs> but uh just people dressed in suits uh, all business fucking just like turning up dude mm-hmm. after work and it's like whoa that's like we're me and my family are right. like eating dinner and shit, and everyone's like turning up yeah. in suits. Yeah. And like, I love seeing the different dude. cultures and stuff, dude. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Call it getting down with the locals. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's I was, like I remember I'd be like, all right, should I like when I was working in New York? It's like, all dude, right, you, you got know? fucked up in Iowa, bro. Yeah, dude, yeah. Hey, yeah. What are you Iowa talking amazing. about? Hey, what's in Iowa? <laughs> That's nothing. nothing. The Hawkeyes, boy. The Hawkeyes. It's about it. But hey, I mean you. You fucking did something we did, about it. We made it happen. Dude, he yeah. calls me. It, it happen. was the craziest thing Actually, ever his, uh, his wife now, she calls me and she's like, oh my God, like, I haven't heard from Ryan. I was like, let me, let me track. I was like, let me, too, much, too much of this. I was like, let me track him real quick. I track him. I was like, oh, he's at his hotel. He's fine. And then she's like, I can't get a hold of him. So I call the hotel, which calls his room. He wakes up. He's like, huh? I was like, yo, dude, you, you know you probably missed your fight. He's like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, yeah, dude. And I'm looking, and it doesn't look like. Well, the- I was airports very small. Yeah. All right, so this is what happened. I was like, you don't think you're going to get out of Keep in mind, like, I've only missed, like, two flights. But, um, yeah, so in Iowa, have some time to kill. There's, like, a bar across the street. I go there meet like this dude that's doing like MMA or whatever. UFC yeah, fight. whatever. So whatever we start pounding Him some and Ricky Jack- Ricardo. Yeah, we start pounding some Jack and Cokes and uh yeah, missed my flight. But um Iowa's airport so small there was no flights back to Detroit. Yeah. So I didn't even like because I was, I was like, on right. my so I was like, all right, so I looked up Chicago because <laughs> Chicago's a couple hours away. Yeah. I was like, I'll just fly out from Chicago and go home. Yeah. So I like took my rental car and just started driving yeah. to Chicago. Pause. Pause. 
So I was on my assistant twin shit, and I was like, Ryan, according to my calculations, you're fucked, and you need to drive to Chicago because yeah, because we had the no we had the Brody, uh, yeah, we had the Brody, Brody Christmas party, oh, party. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. I really wanted to make yeah. it. I was you like, know? you're fucked. So you need to go to Chicago. That's the only flight that's right. gonna make you home, and you need to be there by this time. Resu- resu- yeah. So I'm driving my rental car. I'm all. You know, hungover as fuck. Yeah, you know, eating McDonald's. I get like an hour mangled into, hour into the cruise. You know, Iowa cornfields everywhere. Just cruising to Chicago. Got my flight for Delta ready to go. Um, and then I called the rental company. I was like, Oh, you know, it's Ryan. Just want to let you know that I'm gonna be returning my rental car in Chicago. And she's like, Sir, the car that you have is only for Iowa, and it can't be returned in Chicago. You have to turn around and return it in Iowa. Oh my god! So I'm like, and I'm already an hour <laughs> deep. I'm already an hour deep into Chicago. Part of me but said, typical. Part I mean, of me said, Hey, part of me said, Fuck yeah, I'll just cruise this rental there and jump on the flight. I really don't care. But then I was like, Whatever. I turned around, and then uh, I ended up flying American Airlines home. Yeah, but, Ben booked you that flight. Yeah, and then I bought uh, all Hawkeye's gear from the airport. Mm-hmm. And that was my white elephant gift for the boys. So. It was pretty epic. It was Maybe. a great time. I mean, hey, if I remember you making it. Yeah. How many good yeah. stories does anyone have from Iowa? At least I got a decent. I mean, right Very there. true. What I can remember from that is, uh, I think I don't know. If oh no, I said I was lame. No one ever come yeah, here. Yeah, and that was like it was like la- a picture, and it yeah. was like in BFE. Yeah, and that yeah. was like the last text I sent to you guys, and then Snapchats later, you're fucking turning up in Iowa. Yeah. We're like, wow, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Right. Time. That that was funny. Yeah, no one come here. Next thing you know, I missed my flight, and I'm mad old as fuck yeah. <laughs> that'll happen that'll happen dude what yeah. i love uh best yeah. about uh just uh the brodies just in general is the the vacations and the trips that we plan together dude, love we it. all go out dude love it like even vegas dude we had what like tw- 20? 20 20 people go to I think vegas. we had 24 24 people couple germans vegas. you know mm-hmm. couple, couple germans couple yeah. germans couple of tall that, that trip was dude. insane dude that trip was awesome man. like the new york trip the vegas trip the arizona trip Arizona trip. Is I just went to Miami for the Lions game. That shit was hype. Yeah, yeah. Miami trip. A couple Brody slapping it out there. It was fun. Yeah, Mackinac well, Island straight Brody trip. You guys went to New York. I didn't go to New York. But you guys went to New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, dude. I was fucking party pooping. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah, was yeah. New York time. was wild. So funny story about New York. But before we uh, move on from that topic, but um, so we we're looking for clubs to party. So you're talking about in New York. Yeah, right? in New York. So we we had this idea where we were like, yo, let's get super fucked up and then let's go to Times Square because we all never been in Times yeah, Square. Yeah, we went there way late at night. Yeah, so it was like probably two or three. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. two in the morning by the time we went to Times Square. But bars are open. There's no one there, though. Yeah, bars are open until what, 4 a.m.? No, in New it's York? two. No, they're open later in New York because we went to the uh, bars after. But anyways, I think it's 4 a.m. Anyways. We got super fucked up, went to Times Square, and like, dude, 2 a.m. at Times Square, your eyes hurt. Cause dude, the, so much light. The shit's so bright. You're like, ah, like the sun's burning your eyes. I wonder how much they pay for ads at night. Oh, wait, you know, they're still much. paying for those ads. And ads are ridiculous at times. 100%. But anyway, so I'm on our way there from the bar. We're in multiple cabs because we have like a group of 12 or whatever it is with us. And I pass this, I see this bar and it's called Bottoms Up and it looks fucking dope. He thinks it's like T-Pain's yeah, bar. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like, dude, so I'm just cracking jokes. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go to T-Pain's bar Bottom Up after this and we're going to rage all night. And then uh, next thing you know, after we do the whole drunk Times Square thing, we take our pictures, we have fun, we explore. Um, I'm like, all right, let's, let's go to Bottoms Up. It's right down the street. So Ryan and a couple of homies jump in a cab. I'm waiting for a couple other, a couple of guys on their way. They get there. And before I get there, I get a text. They're like, 
Yo, dude, Bottoms Up is a fucking gay bar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, dead giveaway. You go out there, there's like flags waving. But from dude, the front. it looked They're to me rainbow. like when Wait. I when I drove by it in that fucking New York taxi, and I glanced left real quick, it looked like a bumping ass club. Yeah, to me. I uh, was like, Yo, a guy dressed up like a girl came and took my order for a drink. I was hey. like, what? Hey. I was like, we need to get out of here. Oh, you guys left? Oh yeah. After a couple of free drinks, one one drink and we are out. But you know, Dude, I mean, all hey, the, all it is what it is. Yeah, you know, hey, the the gay women, you know, they're they're still bringing uh, straight women out there. You know, they're straight friends. You know, For I sure. heard that gay clubs are bumping, but I've never been to one, so I guess I, I yeah, I sure. Just don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I heard they're fucking. I gotta use the little boys room. All right, rip it. Yeah, yeah. But, I say no, rip it. Uh, we got it, dude. So uh, sounds so good. Fucking the dad life. I know. So, are it's you crazy. excited or what? When is uh? When's the due date? Baby is due February eighteenth. February eighteenth. Yeah, it's all gonna right. be crazy. I mean, but I'm excited for it all. You know, it's gonna be a great time. So, uh, I mean, you guys have everything. You guys don't have a crib, but no, we do. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's oh. just not. It's in the box. Oh, it's in the box. You still yeah. gotta fix it. Okay. Got to get the room painted. You know, I don't want to like open everything up before like the nursery has to get painted and all that okay. stuff. You but know. But you guys have a room picked out and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a, it's, it's exciting. It's fun, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to hone in. You know, it's like I have a few buckets that I put my time into, and you know, it's gonna be one of them. Yeah. Oh, dude, definitely. I mean, it's uh, it's a new part of life, man. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. I got, we got kind of lucky because uh, Jackie, she had a C-section, so we didn't have to deal with you know it coming oh, out yeah, of the, the vag. Intense. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Birthing. So. Process. Exactly. So I mean, but at the same time, I remember I had to wait out in like the hallway for a long time and while she was getting prepared. She was getting like drugged and shit. And she yeah, was, like, induced. Getting... Yeah, and the cool thing is, is you can schedule those, so you know exactly when it's happening. Exactly. Like yeah. when you do it the other way, it's like you, you don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You don't fucking know, so. man. But while I was sitting out in that hallway, I was dude. It, it felt like it was the longest. I felt like I was there for hours, dude. I was probably only there for like 15 minutes just waiting to get brought into that room because it's like, whoa, it's there's so it's much shit on my mind. Yeah, yeah. It's so a much shit. Thing. So it's like, I've already feel like going into dad mode already and like I'm not a dad yet, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like it, you know? It's weird. It's, uh, you hear the babies cry and then kind of, uh, it's parental instinct, I guess, kind mm-hmm. of, kind dude, of kicks it's in. Nuts, man. It's great. The whole thing, like learning about the, the women's body. And all the changes it makes during pregnancy, like, just super crazy. It is nuts, dude. Super. Like, all their organs and shit get pushed up yeah. because of the baby. And the placenta in, in itself, you know, and everything that it does, you know, and their boobs turn to milk ducts and produce all these, like, food for the baby. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy, And it's, like, dude. the most nutritional uh, food that the baby can have. For sure, yeah. You know, so you got to yeah. do that as long. My advice is, uh, dude, I didn't know about this. I didn't know about... Uh, postpartum depression so when they're on maternity leave and then they're with the baby every day constantly and then they have to go back to work and they're separated for probably Mm -hmm. the longest time they ever will be i didn't know about this so uh jackie was like crazy upset like like oh, I bet. Yeah. you know and it's I like bet, yeah. i'm like yo what the fuck is the deal like what's going on like i didn't know it was a thing mm-hmm. so just uh no like, that's been in the back of my mind a little bit you know just how to, how i can help her with that you know because i know she's gonna go through it you know what i mean yeah. so just uh but you know luckily i work from home a lot and yeah you know she's so, a, she's home a lot too you know we have great schedules so there's really only gonna be a, a couple of days that you know 
the baby's gonna have to get watched by someone else you yeah know, one or two so oh, yeah what do you guys plan on doing about uh you got you you're working from home so i mean yeah your so two's gonna watch no t- i mean tuesdays and thursdays is when she works late so i'll just like get off work early or you know i'll schedule my day accordingly to okay. be able to take over so you guys are gonna be able to see you know when even when she gets back to work yep oh that's pretty straight. Yeah, that's solid. Dude. Hey, yeah. you know you can always call Uncle C. You can uh, babysit. Yeah, right. That's the last resort. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> call Uncle Chris. Huh? No, yeah. it's fun. And dude, super, well, that's hey, fun. I'm super grateful for that. Again, back to CDW. You know the that work life balance is amazing. You know. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, dude, I'm really really happy for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Fun. It's, it's be crazy because I'm like, it's gonna be hype. I'm like married and having a kid, and Chris is over here just doing the CB single thing. You know, so yeah. it's it's fun. I get to. You get to live by curious. Yeah, I get to live through CB a little bit. You know. Yeah, dude, I get to see the best of uh, both worlds. Dude. Yeah, the single twin and. Then but I mean, the he does a great job too. Like he helped out a ton at the baby shower and all that. You oh, know? dude, it's, absolutely. It's gonna be. We're just bringing this baby into a fucking great, great time. That's the goal. Too. You know what I mean? Great time. I can't wait to just like, be crazy and like be myself around this baby and be, have it be like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah. You best believe him. I mean, put that you know I'm a good behind a DJ booth. Ido, you know, before, <laughs> Ido, you before most people have ever done it. You know, see me with Easton where I'm making like the door opens to his house. I'm like, he's like, yeah, and then Easton's exactly. oh, like, whoa, yeah. yeah. Like, so whoa. I'm like, dude, I'm looking forward just to get experience with the kid. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah you know? dude. So I mean, yeah, how, how do you feel? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, to support it fully. Obviously, what makes him happy makes me happy, and and all that. So if that's what he wants and that's what they want to do, I'm gonna support it fully and. uh Probably gonna be the dopest uncle that she's ever had. So, so yeah, I mean, you're gonna be a pretty. Good we we joked dude. about it. We're like, I'll be, you know, driving up in my sports car with like gifts for everyone, and Ryan will be like, oh, she'll be like, Uncle oh, Chris is here. Chris is here. <laughs> <laughs> run outside and be like, oh, Uh-oh. hey, Grace. Oh, Gucci belt. Thanks, Uncle Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yup, I got you the matching loafers too. Don't worry. Yo, yeah. fuck. <laughs> God damn. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah that's nah, gonna, that's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. I just, you know. We need some more Brodies to pop them out, you know, swing it up. Yeah, so yeah. Can... welcome to the dad life, bro. I know, right? Yeah. 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 But it's, it's fun. Uh, it, dude, it's, it's really, hey, it's really being fun. Being a DILF is, there's not. But I feel like, that. I feel like you get to a point. It's not life. wrong with being a DILF, Ryan. No, nope. trust me, dude. I'm not fucking. Ryan's going to be the rippedest dad that I'm going to eat that up. I'm going to eat that up. But, like, I feel like you get to a point in life, too, where it's like, you know, you kind of, you want something new. You want change, you know. And I feel like life is really all about reproducing and bringing more life in you know mm-hmm. what i mean like that's like it's part who, of it who knows sure. but like yeah. life really like you get to open another door of life you know yeah. either way it's going to be a, a a crazy new experience for all of us and i mean it's not like ryan's fucking around and is not prepared for this he's super prepared oh, for it and he's he's ready to go and it was planned and you know she's got mm-hmm. a fucking midwife or whatever the hell that is i didn't even know what that was and I was like, wait, a mid what? And he's like, no, I got a girl that's going to chill with it's her. It's just for basically the, the same doctor yeah. sees her every time, you know, and it, it we, knows her body and blah, yeah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, the so they're doing it like textbook style. So it's exciting to see it all come together and, and everybody uh, welcome. Well, it's crazy. Day. It's like I think about like how I impact my parents, right? Like today, right? Stop saying right. You know, like how I'll, say every, how, how I will sentence. how I will impact my parents, like how, you know, the relationship I have with my dad and my mom. And like how now I'm going to have that with my kid, you know? So it's like, you start to think about how crazy that is. Right. And how much joy I bring to them or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you're just bringing that in, you know? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's super cool. Yeah, dude. It's nuts. It's going to be tight. And Hey, 
Worst case scenario, Easton can't find the girl. Maybe we can line him up with Gracie. Dude, I, mean, dude, I already know what's going to happen <laughs> for sure. I can already see it. For you know, We're going to be like probably 45. The kids are going to be to that age. We're going to have like maybe a, a party, party or yeah, something. barbecue or something for at, sure, yeah. at Ryan's house. Hopefully by that time he's got an in-ground pool and shit. And we're all hanging it's out. Next thing you know, we're getting sauced up. The kids are staying up a little <laughs> later than expected. And one thing leads to another. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Easton telling his yeah. friends, like, dude, she's so yeah. fucking hot. Bro, you <laughs> should see my dad's buddy's daughter. She's <laughs> fucking yeah. fine. Yeah, dude. No, it's going to be fun. But yeah, we're on the ELO show. Turn what up, what up? up? Let's go. What up, Miss Daddy? What up? Getting after it. Uh, Low key, a great book is The Giver. Great if you guys have never read The Giver in high school growing up, um, I highly suggest it. it's a great read. It's uh, the best. It's a book. Nobel Peace Prize. You uh, see this little gold thing on there? You don't get that for nothing. That's right. That's all good right there. What is that? It's a a Newbery Peace Prize. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The greatest book ever uh, ever written. You know. Yeah. This Lois, is the new uh, addition to Lois Lowry, dude. Yep. I can understand five words in this book. <laughs> <laughs> so what up on proposal one, dude? It's pretty, yeah, dope. pretty dope. It's exciting. Dude, I'm excited. Game about changer. That. That's cool. I think it's just cool too, because like uh, a lot of the times, like, you know, growing up, you like to experiment with different shit and dude, kids are getting caught with like a roach in their car and like getting on two years probation. And they're like, Oh, my life's over. And it like literally puts them in this rut off the get just for getting caught with something stupid fucks their whole life up. Now that that's, I mean, it's still going to be, if you're not of age and you don't meet the requirements, you're still going to have some legal troubles, but at least it's not going to set back a lot of people like it has before it was legal. So I I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking for the economic boom. The, this year I went to, uh, every state that has pot legal right so I, I went to all those states just through travel and i got to see the experiences at all those different spots and every time i went to a state where it was legal shit was bumping like from an economic standpoint from a people standpoint from a you name it standpoint everything was on full throttle and i'm excited for that hype that whatever to be brought to michigan so it's gonna be in us being an early adopter I mean, whatever, people have their thoughts, it's cool, it's not, whatever it might be, it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, being that we're an early adopter, what it's going to do, I think, just from an economic standpoint, is going to blow people away. Yeah, like I think, you know, is it going to affect the housing industry? Like, you look at Seattle, right? It's legal there, their housing is insane. You know, you can't touch a Dude, you can't buy a shack in Seattle for less than 400k. (laughs) And what I think is cool is, I think it's bringing the younger crowd to the polls a little bit, you know, it's like... The people that voted no on it are yeah. older, you yeah. know, the, all, everyone younger. I'll be honest. It, I mean, know? I went there with one mission in mind and I knew what I was voting for. And don't get me wrong. Got to vote for your, your house representative, all that stuff that the people, they say that this vote is more important than even the presidential election because the person, the governor of the state has more pull and you'll see those effects quicker. Well, then you get just but, like the. The people that hate Trump and just want to go against yeah. him. That's yeah, what right. that's what I felt like this election was about. 100%. It was like, if you don't like Trump, yeah. then vote for this guy, even though I have no idea what he's doing, but it's it's going right. to screw Trump. So that's right. what I want to vote for. Right. You yeah. know, it's like people have it all wrong. You know, it's like, so yeah. I'm glad. Prop but I thought, for I sure, mean, though. I went, I went to the polls, I voted and there was a lot of happy campers in line that that was on the ballot and uh it's just going to be exciting just to see what it's going to transpire into and like people are they want what they can't have so when things are illegal or this and that you know 
it's brought to light more people want to do it because they want what they can't have but when it's legal like it's not even a big deal like yeah. if you go to those states that it's legal now and it's been legal for a it's couple like years, drinking a beer exactly right. it's like do whatever you want to so do. So I can't wait it's to cool. see how the stigma changes, right? Because yeah. there's like a stigma of weed. It's like, oh, if you smoke weed, you're lazy. You're, you know, you probably don't do a lot of things. No. You're not to- smart, whatever it might be, you know. Um, and it's like, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be fun to see. It. I'm excited to see it firsthand. I mean, I think, what was it, six years ago we had it on the ballot for legalization or four years. And I remember 2018. Even back then I was like. Oh shit! Like how? And then no, it sorry, twenty sixteen. Yeah, and then it didn't pass, and then no, it passed in twenty sixteen. Was for it for legalization? We had medical? it for recre- recreation. No, 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 though. we didn't. I thought we did. No, we didn't. Okay, no, it was just for medical yeah. at twenty sixteen. But it's just weird in general. Even on this election, there was five other states that. But had, it's you get into it. It's crazy. Medical or marijuana is a plant, right? Alcohol is way worse for you. Cigs is way worse for you, right? But. These tobacco companies and these alcohol companies are funding the research grants for people pushing out research. So they're not ever comparing weed to cigs or anything like that, right? They're like, they don't want to shed light on that at all because that's going to take away from their business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the whole yeah, thing. I can't grow a pack of Marlboro Mild Shorts in my yeah, I mean, basement. You know, so to me, it's like, it's nice to see kind of like the alcohol industry and the tobacco industry lose a little bit of power and, you know, Get some flour in there, you know. Get some flour in there for wow, sure. Wow, that could be a marketing campaign. Get yeah. some flour in there. Yeah. Lose right. the power and get the flour. That's right. <laughs> yeah. you I know mean, what? dude, I've seen, like, when we were in Arizona on that river, like, that dude was so fucked up from drinking that he had to get medically evacuated from the river. Yeah. It's like I could sit there and I could smoke until the sun comes down right. and I can make it off the river myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know. You might be a little hungry. Some... But, you know, yeah, some things aren't adding bit. up there, right? You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. glad to see that, you know, it should have never been illegal in the first place, you know? Yeah, I mean, so. I, dude, I'm uh, curious to see what happens in regards to the stigma, but uh, just the city of Detroit as well. Um, maybe we'll see a little yeah. bump up within like, no, the next I think five, it's, I think years. it's perfect timing, like, with the boom in Detroit, like, from... Dude, the economy is going to yeah. go crazy, man. Yeah, Detroit's I mean, going to be You're thinking, up. I mean... I don't know if like schools aren't taking that. Oh, they money. are in Michigan. Yeah, I was gonna say like in we're Michigan, gonna have so much. Colorado we're gonna have so much money for our yeah. roads, yeah. for civil, for civil engineering, everything. Like Michigan's gonna be a great spot yeah. because of it. That's why, dude, in Arizona they're running out, or uh, in Colorado they're running out of shit to spend that money on because the schools won't take the money because it's considered drug money, just in that state. Just in that. But state. Colorado's wow. the only state that's out of debt with the government out of all 50 states, which is crazy. Just since the legalization. And then driving over there is like, there's not a crack in the fucking road. And they got so much money they're putting stamped concrete on the side of freeways just to yeah. make it, just to be like, hey, why not fucking do it? You yeah. know? And it's going to take, you know, a lot of people have, you know, they run their own, they sell their own stuff and that's how they make their money. Well, you know, now consumers are going to be able to go to the store and buy it keeps that money you know out of the underground and into the economy yeah. which is where it should be yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i'm That's pretty it. fucking excited for it um, i'm excited not to like get Just in trouble yeah. yeah it's like yo fuck that i don't get it's it it's a plant that grows yeah. in the ground bro. drink a bottle or smoke a j i mean you know it's all the same all right and then like you said dude there's that weird weird stigma behind it when it's really yeah, it's not and at the end of the day, that crazy. all the real ones they like to toke it up in oh, the garage dude, a lot and, of people and cut the every, grass. Dude, I mean, so every G do. that I've ever met in any industry in anywhere, 
always likes to to partake in a little bit of the devil's lettuce. You yeah, know, so. I'm curious to see what banks do because uh, banks, even when it was for medical purposes in Michigan and dispensaries were open opening up, and it was like, whoa, this is fucking crazy, dude. Um, and the banks, they were having issues because banks were, you know, not letting them. Drug testing or no, not finance. Uh, oh, they uh, weren't letting you use like their cards at the dispensary. They weren't letting them like open accounts and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious because the type of business they were because in. the type of business that yeah. it's in, they don't want to have that type of. I am curious to see how that's going to go down because, like, you got to think like if you have a license to sell recreational marijuana in Michigan, that's like the golden ticket. You know, so what is the process to get that? How much are you going to have to pay? Is there so much right. per county? Is it like a alcohol license? A liquor license, a liquor yeah. license. Yeah, you know, so I think whoever's the first to get that and get a brick and mortar and get up and going is going to be oh, off to yeah. the races. You I, know? I think it's like uh, Massachusetts. I believe that it's legal in, but they don't really have stores and yeah, shit open. Because I've been to Boston and like it's super low key. I knew I knew it was le- like I didn't I read that it was legal in Boston after I went there and I, I couldn't i had no idea it was well because a lot of times it'll have to get approved through like the city board okay. so if they're like, well, like and it's like it can't yeah. be in a certain radius by a church school. it can't be by a school yeah. you know so it's like there's it's like a strip club almost of yeah. where these places can Just go took them off and off the beaten path a little bit yeah, yeah or delivery church. dude God, it delivers yeah, now church comes, come on i think it's perfect because you go to the strip club you stop by the dispensary and then a sunday but dude what's an amazon church? purchase <laughs> right what's an amazon purchase of oh i want to buy an ounce of weed off Amazon and just have it delivered to my house. That could be cool. Wow. Like liquor or it anything. It might have to be you know? federally legal. In order yeah, to I don't know, but I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, I could see it going badass. there. I could God see damn. it going there, you know? Well, in LAX, you can fly with an ounce of weed in LAX. Shut the fuck yeah. up. No way. Yeah, and they say wherever you're going, you'll have to deal with that, but they'll let you fly with an ounce of weed. And there's even vending machines in the airport. Um, people were robbing them in LA, but it's vending machines for weed, you know? So, I mean... You know, there's going to be so many different avenues for this to make money, and I'm excited to see that. Yeah, dude, I'm excited to see what happens, especially for, because uh, we're yeah, the next first. Next thing you know, you'll have that rewards card for fucking Johnny's Purple Haze shot. Right, exactly. <laughs> you be like, hey, dude, I got my fucking 500 points. I Someone here it, yeah. just it can't, be, it can't be like Massachusetts. Someone here is going to have to, you know, set the precedent and just Certainly. get something open. I think, I think it will be good because, like, it was medicinal before it was recreational. So I mean, that's like, the pattern. Yeah, yeah, we already got the foundation in place. People are already like, Wait, but still cool. in Colorado, uh, the medicinal shops in Colorado. I read an article like it'll be a medicinal shop and it's a separate shop from a recreational yeah, shop. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's like, because they want to treat you and diagnose you and essentially rape your insurance company if they can. Yeah. So that's why once it's legal for that, then it separates. But I don't think insurance covers weed. Depends. I mean, for any treatment, if they're an establishment, it certainly could. I yeah. mean, who knows? But I definitely did see a big, big difference once uh, medical dispensaries opened up in Michigan. Uh, a big difference in the weed because it used to oh, always, the quality. The quality. Yeah. quality. Oh, yeah. you, it was always rags, dude. Remember, dude, uh, you, it was always rags, dude. It was like rare to find like some good, good stuff. Yeah, good or you stuff. had to some buy, shit without any You had to seeds. pay double yeah. for hydro. And exactly, like, yeah, yeah. bro. And then it's like uh, the medical dispensaries open up and it's like boom everything yeah no you can't yeah. find regs yeah, anymore. i mean no i mean competition I, drives quality you know i would mean? literally there's a lot of competition quality is going to go up yeah. and prices are going to go down yeah. and that's the beauty yeah. of it you know yeah i mean if you can fi- find regs in michigan i'd fucking give you a hundred bucks because <laughs> right, it's gonna be a challenge 
But you're out and fucking. But I remember like when uh, you know, just talking to pops, you know, back in the day, the stuff that they had versus what's now, it's drastic improvement. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a you know, High Times magazine. Never right? heard of it. Oh, really? No, I'm oh, just well, kidding. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, weed magazine. Um, but who they, reads magazines? <laughs> it was in like 1970. They had like the top 50 strains or something. Bro, those it looks like grass. Dude. Right, it's crazy yeah. where oh, it's at. It's like that'd, be, that'd be interesting to look at. Actually. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's fucking. We in Jamaica? What's going on, <laughs> dude? Seriously, you now it's just fucking dense ass now crystallized shit. nugs, dude. Now let's pick your poison. You want you want to be indica in the couch, or you want to be <laughs> or like a, or tad tad? It's like a, the, uh, this one's called this one's permanent. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, and Ted, yeah. they always had the crazy ass names hey. for the weed. Everything, what was that? everything in uh, everything mind in, rape, everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, right, mind rape. Yeah, but everything in moderation, right? I can drink so much water where I'll explode. You know, that's not right. a good thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. everything you can't be in moderation. Smoking weed every day, all day. Yeah, every you know? hour, certainly. Exactly. It's just an expect to get anywhere. Really, exactly. it's just nice to have. Uh, dude, it's uh, it's kind of nice to you know work your ass off all day and then to sit back and relax and just uh-huh. fucking talk a little bit. Expand dude. your mind a dude, little expand bit. Expand your mind. Open no your mind smoky. a little bit. Dude, it's uh, some great ideas um yeah. that I have even thought of, dude. Weird yeah. ideas yeah. too, but good ideas, different ideas, things I never would have ever thought about mm-hmm. have right. come from you know. Yeah, and it's crazy. That. I mean, most of the people that don't like it they're biased right they've either they either had a bad experience with someone they know or something like that mm-hmm. like where that's all they did was smoke or they've never tried it and they just start going through what their people that they're around think yeah. you yeah. know what i mean dude exactly open the mind and mm-hmm. weed's fucking stupid dude yeah <laughs> dude but i've met people that have never tried it ever and were like against it and then uh, one you know down the road they started trying it and now it's their best friend. You, you know, don't know what you don't know what you don't know. You have politicians fighting and saying, "Hey, weed should be legal, but or illegal, or yeah, it should be illegal." But you ask them if they've ever done it and they say no. It's like, yeah. okay, so how are you going to tell me something should be illegal and you've never even done it? You exactly. know what I mean? Or know much about it? Yeah. So it's like, how can you even speak? Yeah, out? yeah they make it. You know what they, I mean? Like those kind of people make it seem way worse. And but if you even if you flip it over, and you can say like I've I know people that have smoked weed before and you know it's just not for them and they don't smoke respect weed or, it that's yeah. cool but they but they're not like talking shit you know it's yeah. like dude, yeah. like these i guys feel like the people like, that hate it just have like this weird stigma yeah, yeah it's crazy man no, they're fucking stoners dude worst thing that's gonna happen is fucking frito-lay stock's gonna go up like 20 percent right? <laughs> dude, dude exactly come on fuck man no one's gonna be running any fucking red lights i'll tell you that yeah. Meanwhile, they're fucking smoking cigs and drinking beer. It's yeah. like, shut the hell Even up. Even, dude, that too. And the fucking, dude, people that we know, that we have known in our lifetime that have overdosed on opiates. Oh, yeah, certainly. Opioid addiction is, dude, the real deal yeah. in, Insane, in the States, dude. dude. Shit'll fuck you up. Holy cow, man. It that, is. Insane. You want to talk about a real problem? That's. It's insane. That's a real problem. It's, I mean, I can I think we can't even count it on one hand. Of the people we know that we've lost to that. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, dude, I mean, even from a medicinal standpoint on marijuana, our boy James Brunsma had cancer. And um, one of his good friends told me the story. He was with him, like, right after chemotherapy. He could, like, barely move, couldn't talk, anything, um, smoke some weed. And then he was up, like, talking normal. Like, yeah, acting nothing like happened. nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, it's kind of I mean, crazy. Yeah. There's, it's... Dude, that's, I was le- the, that's legit. That really happened. Yeah. I was in the I mean? elevator at work, and this guy's, like... 
my fucking mom, dude, she just can't, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, so the doctor started saying CBD oil, this, that, some marijuana. Oh, yeah. So she started partaking that. She's like, got a new wind in her sail or whatever dude, it is. Hey, Ali's I like, mom. Dude, I was like, it's crazy. My wife's mom was on all kinds of pain medication. Switched to the flower. Cut it all out. Game changer. It's good, dude. It's amazing. It's good, you know? dude. So That's, that's good, man. I've, I've watched a video. It was this guy. Dude, he was always fucking shaking he didn't have he didn't, like dude like fucking not you know, funny but yeah you know, like shaking hardcore dude and then he smokes and then he is i mean he's still like a little yeah. bit jittery but it's very very significant mm-hmm. difference in the amount oh, that yeah. he shakes just from smoking a bowl yeah. dude yeah in fucking saying dude so i mean that shows something you know yeah. See, it's gonna be a good thing at the end of the day it's just like i said it's good for the economy it's good for the people that want to do it the people that don't want to do it will still reap the benefits yeah yeah the people that don't want to do it will see well i mean maybe they won't actually like damn look at all they'll be all pissed off looking at everyone having a good time yeah it's like like, how the hell we afford to get those new roads i thought oh it's like those kind of people are the ones that are at the grocery stores uh bitching at the bad guy you know it's like they're making their own fucking problems some people get pissed about the stupidest shit it's like blows my mind mm-hmm. insane dude like i parked uh my jeep at ryan's place and i pull up like on the sidewalk like there's a sidewalk dude. his driveway and we're we're just in the garage hanging out just one day and this lady she acts super cash like she's walking a dog like you would never even guess that she's like president of the fucking commission board or whatever association association yeah. board mm-hmm. so then she's like acts super nice like oh hi really hi and then she's like, oh, hey, by the way, do you want to do me a favor and not park your Jeep on the sidewalk? Um, yeah. We're like, which is like, keep in mind, like, there's new construction going on. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, so what? So like, she needs to worry about way more yeah. other things than this. So yeah. then she came over and was like, yeah, like, I've been documenting, like, the trucks coming in and, like, damaging the cement in the area. Dude, crazy. And like, I was like, she's like, so any, you know time you can refrain from damaging the sidewalks like parking a jeep like on the sidewalk i was just like whoa this lady like and she's like oh yeah i called and i asked like about the new houses and like blah 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 i was like wow she literally has no problems she (laughs) she probably doesn't have a job right she she needs to get super laid yeah Yeah. like she four guys she's just aching for that dick dude like honestly five four 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 single brodies need to (laughs) go over where you guys at fire up it's uh yeah wow okay I just fun. laugh at those people, like even road rage, like dude, like I was turned onto the freeway, um, like a couple week, a couple weeks ago with Joey G, we were doing a wedding, and I had to pull off at Guitar Center, and I'm hopping back on 94, and like, the on ramp was like the next driveway, but I, well, you know, I went to the one right before it, and like this dude behind me was like honking, got all pissed off. I'm like, literally, accidents happen, bud. You know, just going to the next one. Yeah, you know? I, dude, I will. Yeah, I mean, I dude, I. I can get some road rage for sure. Some road rage, but dude, that too, <laughs> of course, bro, dude, absolutely. But I can definitely get some road rage. But it's, uh, it's if someone like fucking is like about to like changing lanes, not looking, yeah. and about to crash into me. Yeah, but yeah. if if something stopped, I'm never gonna be honking right? horn like yeah. a fucking bitch. Like the light know? just turns green and someone honks at you. It's like. Those people need to yeah, just chill like, out, man. Fucking relax. Chill out. You're, you're gonna Did we the, crash? You're, yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to get to point B. Yeah, you're going to get to point fine. B. Don't just worry stop, about it. Stop. You know? Fucking relax. It's all Trust right. So, so uh, do you Your this. Amazon package is going to be on the porch when you get home. <laughs> yeah, I promise. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's, it's 
unreal, dude. But I mean, all you can really dude, do. Dude, I had is this just... one dude one time fucking roll down his sunroof and start trying to chuck water bottles out his sunroof at me. Dude, come I was like, you're on, a fucking bro. idiot. God, dude. Yeah. Un fucking believable, man. That's but, when uh, I just say, wow, that guy's got it rough. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's creating. His I was like, you're like my problems. brother was in here. I'd have him whoop your ass, <laughs> dude. Uh, so this latest trip to uh, AZ was uh, awesome, dude. This is life changing, life changing, off the wall. Um, I mean, Sedona is like one of the sickest places to hike mm, in the United States. Sickest fucking yeah. places. Dude. Cathedral Rock. I think it's one. Don't quote me, but I think it's one of the. Seven wonders, Seven wonders of the world. I fucking believe it, man. Dude, place is crazy. I feel like that's where Tom Cruise does like his rock climbing. Oh, dude, right? Mission Impossible too, one hundred percent. Insane, man. Well, dude, it was funny because like I've been hiking in like California, Malibu. I went to Colorado, and it's like I mean the trails that I was wrong. Sorry for all you hikers out there, but it's like if you can walk, you can hike out there. You mm-hmm. know, like here's the the yeah, trail, here's the, trail. the path. Out in AZ, it's like. Dude, we got spray painted sticks that are like in the ground that tell you, you where to go, climbing, and you're on sure. all fucking fours climbing like up. Like when Ben was like, "Hey, no, we got to go up there." I was like, "Wait, I was like, what?" I was like, "Up there?" And he's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, fuck, okay, <laughs> let's go." Yep. You know, so it was just way different than any experience I've ever had. And dude, I mean, it's no joke. Like some of those pictures that we've taken, it was like. Um, if you fall, you're gone. Like I'll see you tomorrow, bud. Oh yeah. yeah. Actually, I won't see you tomorrow, but I'll see you in another. I'll lifetime. see you in exactly. the afterlife. So yeah. it was like it was nice because it had that thrill of, hey, I got to take this serious on this transition to this rock over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's very breathtaking, very beautiful, and awesome. Dude, it was insane. It's in it, dude. It's something that we. I don't. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Uh, yeah. Just living in Michigan, you know, and then you go to Arizona, mm-hmm. and the cat fucking hot cactuses. Yeah, we kept trying no to find mosquitoes, the, dude. Yeah, like no mosquitoes, you're literally no hanging bugs. Out, you're laying on the ground, and there's no bugs on the ground yeah. at all, dude. It's like you can lay on a rock. Yeah. Like we were laying on this flat surface rock. Forever, I could have slept up there, just hanging out, talking, and like no bugs. I could have stayed the night thing. out there. That was awesome. But dude, uh, another note: I went to Miami a couple weekends after that for the Lions game, and I'm hanging out by the pool at our Airbnb. And in Miami, they have mosquitoes, but you can't see them. What? Yeah, you, so you cannot see them. So I'm like out there having a conversation, like, "Fuck, dude, what the hell is that?" And like, boom, boom, boom. And then they're like, oh, yeah, like, we have mosquitoes you can't see or whatever. So, oh, dude, thanks. next thing you know, I'm fucking just mangled after just hanging by the pool for a little bit. Like, your ankles and all that shit it was kind of different. So, Arizona not having mosquitoes, love it. No bugs. Miami, Florida needs Well, stuff. like, the bugs they do have are, like, smart-ass bugs. Like, right. they only come out at, like, night right. or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They get a little intellect in the day. behind them. I'll tell you this. Our buddy Ben... Uh, he just got a second crib out there and he's turf in his front yard opposed to rocks or, or grass, like trying to grow grass in Arizona is a bitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he's his turf out there. And when the boys get together, we like to have some drinks and wrestle and me and Ben were wrestling in his front yard. And it was the first time I woke up without like any rug burns on me or anything. Like, like it was awesome. <laughs> so that's, that was, yeah, I, th- I thought though. that it looked good. It's, it is yeah. weird seeing super weird. It, yeah. A majority of the properties having just fucking dirt, as a front yard, yeah. dirt as a back. Yeah. All the AC units on the top, no yeah. basements. Exactly. It's a lot of different. Those things. fucking crazy roofs that look like pottery or yeah, yeah the clay sh- uh, yeah. shingles. Yeah, Those ancient bad. fucking Chinese secret, bro. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. And yeah. then just seeing the elevation because we're so used to flat, 
so used to flat Michigan, yeah. and then yeah. I mean, fucking dude, you climb up a yeah. goddamn mountain. I mean, five thousand feet up, yeah, five thousand feet up. Mm-hmm. You put a little, uh, you know, psychedelics in the mix, and it's the most, uh, <laughs> it's uh, the most prof- <laughs> profound, yeah. powerful experiences that you yeah. know I, I'll probably ever have in my For life. Sure. Dude. I so mean, you, a, you just like, you know. You tune out everything else, all the noise, all the day to day, and it's like you just get back to you know. I feel like humans need to get in nature more, and that's where we feel more comfortable. Dude, like yeah. you know, we don't, you know, we're not meant to be in like a cubicle all day. You yeah, know what but I mean? dude, absolutely, so, dude, fucking. I yeah. need to spread my wings sure. and fly. Like, what is your? Everyone has a different definition of freedom. You know, mine is low living expenses with being, you know, so you're not tied down to anything. You can do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? It's like. Ultimately, that's where, dude. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, you fucking float down a goddamn river surrounded by mountains with hundreds of wild horses. That was crazy. That was awesome. Eating fucking seaweed that and just uh, just letting us pass by him, you know. Yeah. And dude, not giving a fuck. That is something. The that, craziest thing wow. to me was seeing like the like society classes of horses, if that makes sense. So oh, yeah, like, like one yeah, sexy, yeah, yeah, one like we got like this white like, stallion, yeah. butte. Then we got like this black stallion, and then we just got like yeah, these, you could definitely tell like this we got like these horses. little like donkey looking mother yeah, yeah, yeah. that are hanging out over here, they're like, like not scared eat, to get close to like, oh, yeah, the good shit. They're not yeah. eating the good shit either. Like exactly, they're eating yeah. the fucking shit that's already been eaten. It's like down on the wire when you got the stallion just chow. So like. It was weird to just be out there in the wild environment, see the wild horses, but also see the classes that they had from just even being horses, wild horses. Dude, it's crazy. Like, you can tell, like, how that it looks like that horse just got out of the goddamn salon yeah, right. and is in chowing at a main buffet. And it looks like a little donkey boy over yeah. here hasn't showered in two months and he's eating the fucking dirt. You yeah, know, right? it's so weird to see that, even just from a horse perspective. I don't yeah. know. And, dude, another thing is it's. You get this weird, uh, you get this weird feeling like there's no litter out there. No, and it's so like if you I, feel bad if you litter. If I, I would feel like the biggest piece of shit yeah. if I littered out there. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. So it's like you get that, and then uh, you're passing by all these horses. When you're out there, none of these people that are out there are gonna fucking try and hunt these horses or try no, and no. hurt no, these horses, no. right? So it's like. They're they're just letting us fucking pass 100%. by, him, dude. We're like I guess two too. Feet away from um, him. that salt salt river, I think it's called that we went on. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, over the years, they used to have fence that would. Hop. Yeah, they wouldn't let the horses. They wouldn't let the close. horses yeah. in. But over the years, they're like, hey, you know what? The horses aren't There's doing been shit. petitions. Yeah, passed like, no one's the hunting them. Closer, knocked yeah. the fences down, and now a lot more horses have been coming uh, in. Yeah. But dude, Arizona is crazy in general. I was talking to Ben's older brother. He's an economist out there. And he was telling me that 60% of the workforce in Arizona comes from Phoenix. And then the other, there's another 20, 30% that comes from Sedona. And then, no, I think it was Tucson. uh, One of the two, either way, another city that's like two hours away from Phoenix. So you have almost 90, 80% of the workforce in two cities that are two hours apart from each other. And then think of how big Arizona is. It's It's like almost two of Michigan. And then you have just everyone in these boom areas the rest is mountains and do what's crazy it's like <laughs> you know we met some boys out there you oh, know yeah. some of ben's friends and big stuff. mike what up boy? Yeah. and like i got them on snapchat and like they're having halloween parties like outside in the yeah. sun yeah. like and i'm like we have to like bundle up for halloween right. you know yeah oh dude imagine the costumes that yeah right? the girls and the boys wear out oh, oh fuck, yeah bro just, yeah, dude, just the bars out there dude they're insane. Hey, insane on a real note bars should be open till 4 a.m 
I oh mean, yeah, the 100%. fact that bars close at I'm I just, think three. I, I think they should three shouldn't close. Okay. Like hey, it's compromised. Yeah, no, what shouldn't close, yeah. dude? If why shit's popping, why close? Who's got to say we can't fucking buy booze at three a.m. if I want to grab a drink? Yeah. You know, it's uh like in Europe and Germany, bro. If you want to fucking go all night, they'll go and tell you Japan. I was yeah. in Japan, so you can't go anymore. Yeah, you can go all night. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go in a fucking warehouse with no lights at 11 a.m. and party like it's 2 a.m., you're going to find that in Europe. Oh, dude, out here, like, it's like, why is that illegal? I feel like at 2 a.m., I'm like, just, just getting fucking just ready getting to go. Started. Just we getting started. We just getting started. Dude, That's why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. God damn. I just getting started. I think Indianapolis is 3 a.m., and I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty solid. 3 a.m. Yeah. I mean, uh, typically the rule is nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Typically, right, but it just depends on... I mean, hey, sometimes you just got to go until you don't can't go no Dude, more. Dude, I feel know? like if there's a... And I feel like we should have the ability to be able to do that. And yeah. it's sad that we can't here in Michigan. We're in Arizona. We we're celebrating his housewarming for his second house that he bought. And we we're just playing foosball in his house. And this, this kid's like... Yeah, man. So, what do you do to Ben? And Ben's like, party. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, the funniest dude. shit yeah. I've ever heard in my so, life. Oh my yeah, and like, then he never got like the fulfillment of knowing what Ben does. Yeah, he's like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, because like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into you. You know, you may not understand or whatever. It's like, so I just it was just awesome. Fucking say party. Yeah, exactly. awesome. yeah I'm not here to talk about it. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, yeah. I party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, that's fucking. Um. Incredible. So, so. Every time I'm like, yeah, I work on Cisco stuff. They're like, oh, the food truck, like the S Y S C O. Oh, it's like, okay. no, no, the C I S C O. You should just say party next time. Bro. I know. I think it's way easier. And like, <laughs> twenty times easier. Twenty keep times better. Keep them fucking guessing. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. That's why I just say, um, I work for uh, a chocolate company. Yeah. I make chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> I make candy. I make those golden tickets. Yeah. yeah. But no, hey, for real, a lot of people are just. Uh, I was talking to Chris about this. A lot of people are just curious. At the kind of relationship that you guys have together, mm-hmm. um, what you guys have experienced. Yeah. So, dude, I think that it's going to get a lot. I mean, it's super tight. It's bro code to the max. You know, like we have one rule and it's don't punch us in the face. You know, like we don't fight like physically. Yeah, we haven't physically we don't fought physically or fought and, yeah. in general. And yeah. I think time. it happened once a long time ago and yeah. like we learned from it and it's never happened since. And it's just something that we know that just doesn't happen. Like, we're on a different level of relationship-wise where it's, like, tighter than tight, you know? Oh, yeah, so exactly, dude. It's just super nice. It's super natural. And, uh, you know, we typically dude, support and respect anything that we want to do. Dude, so. siblings fight, and that's just – it's going to happen 100%. Yeah. And typically, siblings are, what, like, a year, two years, maybe three years apart, maybe even more. Yeah. But when you got siblings that are the exact same yeah. age yeah. – they're fucking twins. It's like same size gonna, too. Like he'll win some fights, I'll win some fights. Like, you know, go gonna, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fights. Depends who's more happen, pissed off dude. or whatever. You know. But uh, yeah. eventually, you guys get to the point where it's like, okay, you guys yeah, will yeah. get into some yeah. fucking arguments yeah. still though. But I mean, it's mm-hmm. you guys aren't gonna fucking. But beat I mean, the shit dude, out of each to other. be honest, like it's been a long, long time since we argued about anything yeah. real. And if we do, I mean, it comes from a good place. It's like I'm bitching at him about something. I think you know. Whatever it might be, you know, it all comes from. A good I mean, place. it doesn't happen often, but yeah. if it does, it's something that needs to be brought to light. Mm-hmm. And but, dude, and that's good to have someone yeah. to bring that to light. Yeah, yeah. 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 but people don't have anything. Like, like they don't, yeah. you know, no one will have yeah. those hard conversations yeah. with them. You know, I'm not gonna be like, "You're fucking annoying today, Ryan." You know, like leave me alone. Like, no, it yeah. just doesn't really happen. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you need that one. You know, person. you know, you know, bro. I know, I know, you bro. Know, bro. I mean, you need You're that. Basically. One. The long lost triplet. <laughs> 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 but dude, I mean, fucking dude, 
more than half of my life I've known you guys. Yeah. You've been boys. So definitely. Um, I feel like uh, when we walked down from that mountain from AZ, you know, I, I think that just solidified all of us as family, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude I walked down a whole <laughs> new made it. Experiences yeah. bring people I'll closer. I'll tell you what, dude. Was I was experience. fucking kind of tripping going down that mountain. I was like, wait. Like we gotta go down this motherfucking yeah, right? Like where's the fucking house? Like, dude, at night I couldn't out. imagine. Oh, yeah, at, night. at night I would be staying up there. I would have stayed oh, up there, hundred yeah. percent. Like probably would have been dope to stay yeah. up there. Fucking look at the stars. Oh yeah, it would have been. I look at yeah. the fucking Milky Way, the solar. Uh, whatever eclipse, the fuck. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but honestly, it's crazy because going down was way easier than going up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. way easier. But when you're looking down, you're like, you're fuck like, that, fuck, bro. dude. Tap. What well, because you think about the way up, and you're like, "Damn, I had to stretch that far, do this or that," and then you're thinking about the way down, you know? Yeah, it's really all the way down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, we wrote an album out there, so. Oh my god, dude! Some of the shit that was I listened dude, to. Left uh, our ass. How about like, this? Ah, Who on Elo's podcast almost drank a, a whole f- bottle? A whole bottle. I don't think you I, won't I, like me if I drink a half bottle. I don't think that's happened. So what's the line, Ryan? You don't want to see me on an empty bottle. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't want to see me Dude, on an empty bottle. Fucking speaking of which, who do you think Connor's going to fight next? Uh, I think Diaz. Nate Diaz? Yep. Yeah, I think the trilogy. Diaz trilogy. And then if I was him, I would never fight again. After I think the, I think to him, it doesn't be done after that. matter. I'd be doing other <laughs> endeavors, you know? It's like, yeah. why fucking cut weight and work out all that hard and go yeah. fight? It's like, you He's don't have to do that super anymore. Paid. He doesn't have to, but what if he has the... What if he has the mindset like, dude, I want to fucking fight. I love fucking. I don't fighting. think he does anymore. I think he's more of a business. It doesn't seem like that. Yeah. He's well, an I mean, now with this proper twelve whiskey, he's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. Fighting brought him to he's the platform that fighter, he's at though. now. Dude, he's he a is. Hell of I'm not a hating fighter. on him, but I'm just saying, dude, if like, he goes with anyone who's from a striking standpoint, from a stylistic matchup, he's gonna piece them hey, up. Hey, Nate Diaz trilogy is gonna be a battle. That's not. I mean, a walk in the park. It's yeah. not a walk in the park, but I mean, the reason why he lost to Diaz, he pieced Diaz up on that first fight. Cardio. The only reason why he lost is because he didn't have gas in the tank and he underestimated he thought he was gonna knock him out he's never went the rounds you know blah 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 but dude if he knows like i mean last fight went the decision team. with him dude it, it's not gonna yeah. be easy it's not gonna and be i think easy. he's well, got diaz does he, he could throw a brick at his head and the guy's still gonna be a, <laughs> i'm awake. gonna fuck yeah exactly so i mean He's lucky that he even got the chance to fight Connor, and he's lucky that he's just a fucking dumbass and can take punches and lasted that long. To be yeah. honest, I think that uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I mean he's solid. He's hey, to Alcatraz and win, lose, or draw. Connor always wins. That's right. He's always getting very, paid the most. He never takes it now. Never takes it now. What about what about moving down to one back down to one forty five? I don't think it's gonna happen. No. He's a fucking killer there. I mean, it'd be nice for him because there's a lot of killers at 155. I mean, you don't want to mess with fucking Ortega. Or t- no, Holloway. Ortega's 145. Oh, you don't want to still, dude. You don't want to go to that either. I mean, I'd rather be you know? with the Holloway and the Ortega than the Ferguson, the Khabib's, the fucking you know, uh, Kevin Lee's. The, it, those 155 guys, is yeah. stacked, stacked and racked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a super- like I said, I think he only has. A- like one or two more fights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. He might even be better off at one seventy with those boys, you know. Because it all depends. It's matchup based. It's right? matchup based. It's like, 
Yeah, I'll take Eddie Alvarez. Let's go. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Oh, he's a striker. He's a little stuck in the mud wrestler. Yeah, or not even a wrestler. But, but even just a even Connor yeah. and Tony would be a, a crazy fight. It'll be a battle, be dude. Fight. You do yeah. not want to fight Tony Ferguson. He's a fucking. You do not want to fight Tony Ferguson, bro. Bro, he dude, he crazy. sits by telephone poles and kicks him with his shin. Yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, there's videos online of him doing that, and Kicking he's a black beams. belt jujitsu. Like, dude, guy's amazing. His, yeah, dude, yeah. his technique, his style is fucking insane. His elbows, the oh, way yeah. that he trains. Like when he even in that last fight, he was doing like flips and rolls I've never seen before. Dude, yeah. I was like, Bro, dude he what did are you no doing? sparring before that fight with Pettis. Like he doesn't spar. Yeah, he just like, kicks he just logs. And does shit, very right? unorthodox yeah. training yeah. style. Yeah. He'll do like a dance routine. That's his workout. You know, like he'll come up with like this dance. That's like his coach is like whatever. That's El Kukui. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Not what he does, yeah. dude, and that's crazy because he can take a fucking hit. I mean, with Connor, I think that's a bad matchup because he has I think Tony has too. longer reach. Yeah. He's dude better on the ground. He can I think, take a I think Tony's got a bit, on the ground. I think Tony's got a glass draw though. What? I think if he was to get hit really well, he'd be out. But see, I don't think Connor trains the way he used to. It's like you it's know, probably a bit he's different. living the lux life. He's doesn't. He's not training like he used yeah. to. Like the he, hunger's probably gone. Yeah, the hunger. He's is probably like, in that you know, reassessment. He's period. getting paid yeah. no matter what. He's yeah. getting. He could. You know, if he really wanted to and accept everything that's coming his way, he could clean yeah, up. You know, know he's dude, he got offered that movie for the fucking Predator and he turned it down. You know, or whatever that was yeah, gonna play like, real nice. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. And now he's gonna making money off of proper uh, twelve. Proper 12 yeah, so it's yeah. like that more money. It's exactly. like, well, I mean, do I want to, do I want to jump in a, ca- a cage and get beat yeah. up? I don't think so. Yeah. Dude, Unless I, the matchups there. I mean, for him, I, I want. Dude, I think that if he wants, if he has a mentality like. Even after all the money that he's going to be making with proper twelve, with everything, if he wants to, you know, go keep fighting and keep fucking like being the best, you might want to have to drop down, dude. One fifty five is nuts, dude. Competitive. I mean, hey, to, the game of fighting is crazy. At one punch, you never know. 100%. You know, it's like yeah. anything chance. is possible. But at, at the same time, dude, he peace, dude. His uh. I mean, fight he's against a killer, Alvarez, bro. He's his a killer. Fighter against, his yeah. fight against Alvarez was due to master. I mean, dude, make no he mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. Connor is a fucking killer. He is. But bro. he just, I mean, he does well even up against wrestlers. But if you're a high-level wrestler, you'll probably beat Connor. I want to see Askren and Habib go at it. Yeah, I think that'd, be, that'd, be that'd be dope. Yeah. I think yeah. even Ortega would give Habib a run for his money. I, I think, think so too. Kevin Lee would give Habib a run for money. Yeah. I think Ferguson would give Habib a run for his money. I'd like to see that, yeah. Yeah, dude, Kevin Lee. I mean, Kevin Lee is like a, has a wrestling big wrestling 100%, background. Hundred percent. He's a big motherfucker. And he's from Detroit Rock City. Athletic Detroit Rock so City. So he's got that hunger, that heart in him, you yeah. know. And I think he's fighting Alquinn next, but I think he's gonna piece Alquinn up. Dude, I think yeah. Oh yeah, dude, absolutely. Hey, don't sleep I mean, on him though. I think Alquinn is just trying to get that paper. I think he's got a lot of heart, and he doesn't like like. He'll he'll be like he well, went the distance with him. Yeah, yeah, but he'll be like, yo, I have this big opportunity. It's awesome. I really don't care until I'm there and it's that day and I'm fighting. Now I'm going to turn it up. Like, it's just the type of person he is to where he has that heart that comes out. And, but he does say maybe doesn't put the work in on the training side. But when the bright lights are on. Houses. Exactly. exactly. He's, a real, <laughs> he's a real estate agent. Have you seen his IG? It's like, yeah. this God, house just knockout real estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The shit so, that he's posting, dude. Like, that company is just like, yo, hey, garbage. Post whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. He just fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, the basement's sick. The backyard's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Come check it's like, it out. Dude, 
Just start. Use your platform for something else. Yeah, damn. <laughs> at least hire we, someone to fucking make yeah. you some decent shit. Yeah, you know? we get it. The housing market's doing well, but goddamn, yeah. Alpha. But, dude, hey, Kevin Lee, fucking. I love he Kevin did, Lee, he, yeah, oh, Dude, seriously. And I've seen him four years ago. I was like, yo, that dude's a homie. Dude, he got Tony Ferguson fucking on the ground. Fucking, yeah. He had fucking staff infection. Dude. Yeah, and, dude, he him. literally bought a house the same month as the fight. Yeah. He had staff infection. He had a terrible weight cut. He had his brother moving in from his parent, you know, like if all this, this shit dude, going on, dude. If that homeboy's at a hundred percent, he's a lethal. I, I think that he, there's a possibility we'll that he could have beat Ferguson, dude. If he was hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, he had him half the fight and got caught and a little bit last staff, minute. Staff, yeah. dude, and that shit fucks you up. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't. He was weaker. You know? Yeah, hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, Kevin Lee's one of the homies that I always hit up on IG and shit. I'm like, yo, Detroit player, like with the UFC. Like, at, we went to Little Caesar Arena when UFC was there. Kevin Lee was there. We're fucking yelling at him because we're ringside. Right. Like, you know, yeah. like, we're like, Let's The thing go. I love about yeah. going to, like, when we were in Chicago for a Rogan stand-up, you know, like, and UFC was the next night. Like, all all the UFC fighters walking around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're into that sport, like, just go to the city that they're fighting in and you'll meet so many yeah. people. Yeah. We met Uri Faber out front. Yeah. Like, we met. Um, so, we met someone James, on the road uh, as the chick. Yeah, we met that chick that fought Holly Holm that night. She was, like, the tatted chick. But, like, her trainer... um, James. Her trainer, James Krause, yeah, he was on The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, he was the homie of ours. Yeah, I seen him. I was like, dude, James Krause, I didn't even care about her. I was like, because I liked him on Ultimate Fighter, you know? Um, But, yeah, he's a big fucking boy. You see these guys in real life. And he won his last fight, too. Yeah, you see Uriah Faber. He's so small. I'm like, dude. It's like, can we... It would be fun to, like, go at Uriah Faber and have, like, like... (laughs) No, it would not. No, you probably would, but like it'd be fun, dude. He would make you, know? you regret every decision about that. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. No, I'm, he would. Yeah, hundred percent. Fuck you up. Hundred percent. He's the Cali, Cali kid, kid, baby. Yeah. 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 But I'm just good. saying, when he comes up to your nips, you know, you, you, right? Yeah. True. Dude, there's a video on TMZ <laughs> of uh, where comes up to Faber nips. was in uh, Japan or China or something, and the taxi like he got out of the taxi and he went to walk in front of the taxi but the guy went to pull out like at the same time and like ran over his foot or something like that uriah's and uriah fucking whipped the door open grabbed the guy out was like getting all in his face like super serious and then ended up you know not doing anything but he's like, you know, the guy seemed pretty cool after, and like it was an accident. But he's like, dude, I was right, you fucking, you know. <laughs> dude, you don't want, you want to know who I'm uh, interested to see in the future? Definitely is uh, Zabit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Magomed Sharapov yeah, or some yeah. shit. Zabit. Zabit, dude, he's a him, f- him versus Stylebender or something. Oh, are they in the same weight class? No, I hope so. No, they're not. No, they're not. No. I think uh, Sal Bender's You're talking middle, like middleweight. 30 pound different, 20 pound different. Yeah. yeah uh, dude, Zabit's in. Uh, I 145. Think he, yeah, he's in yeah. fucking. Uh, 145. Ortega. Yeah, Ortega. He's a lanky boy for that. Yeah. that he weight is. Class. Dude, but he then is. you got Sal Bender's in 170, 175. Yeah. He's yeah. middle. Yeah. Middle yeah so, like, he'd be fighting Woodley. Sal Bender. I've watched, I watched some shit after you, you said You see something. the latest card? I didn't see the latest card, Ooh. but. Dude's I heard awesome. He fucks shit up. Yeah. And he's had, like, 80 kickboxing fights oh, yeah. prior to the UFC. No, he's 75 and 4 in kickboxing. Yeah. So he's had already close to 80 batches yeah. in kickboxing, and he's on his fourth undefeated. Yeah, he's got UFC really fight. good striking, yeah. and his takedown defense is insane. So yeah. if you're a wrestler, you can't take him down, right. and you don't want to strike with him. So he's 
Right. But, dude, he's super humble. Like, even though he talks a lot of shit, and, like, after he beat that guy, was like, hey, it was a walk in the park, I mean, garden, because they were at Madison Square Garden. After that, he's like, hey, I rate myself a B- minus on that fight, because he's like, there's some things that I could have did. So it's, like, all self-reflection, and I think he's got the he's right He's still getting mindset. cocky, though. Super cocky. But, oh, yeah. I mean, dude, he's a fucking badass. Yeah. Fucking bad. I mean, oh, dude, yeah. what he did to Derek Brunson was... Next level, like he made it look super, super easy. Mm-hmm. Like he was waiting, like to once you get a guy and he's staggered and he's like about to be knocked out. What I look at is how fast do you pounce on that guy? If if you're a newbie, you pounce on him right away and you want to. You're wasting all your energy. If you're a vet, you're looking and you're picking your shots and you're waiting to just put him away for good. And Stylebender mm-hmm. did that 120. percent He looked at that guy and was like. Oh no! I see, and then he he like kicked mm-hmm. in a mode where he's like, "I'm gonna play with you now," and he's like, "Bop." That's his experience. Like, exactly. Dude. I'm gonna wait. For, I'm gonna wait till you're. He's close. a new UFC fighter. Exactly. He's younger, but he's had so much kickboxing exactly. experience that yeah. like he's gonna. Because most next, guys would have jumped on star. him and fucking tried molly whopping him, probably would have wasted he's all. He's gonna their be energy. a huge star. Yeah. He's gonna be a huge. He's star. gonna be. A, he's gonna be a killer. He's a, dude. His records and fucking insane. UFC oh, yeah. like a GD, undefeated you know? in the yeah, UFC. Undefeated. I think he's like 16 or some shit. I shot him a DM and I did. Get in line, dude. So many. He hasn't hit me back yet. Still waiting. Still waiting. Never know, dude. I mean, you're not going to win the lottery unless you play it, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. What do you think about John Jones? John Jones. I'm excited, dude. I think he's a fucking. He animal. wants to fight, bro. He's dude, a freak. The way athlete. he was talking at that press conference, like oh, yeah. he wants oh, yeah. to fight multiple dude, times. He like, was fucking around before. You think before he was good? Wait till now. Now he's not fucking. The thing around. is, you know, he was getting crazy before, and that's what the whole Usada thing was. Hundred like, percent. Dude, he's popping dick pills and doing cocaine and yeah, fighting, exactly, you know? Yeah. Dude, the thing is... is now that he's, like, doing, uh like, sub, like, uh, Submission Underground, mm-hmm. uh, like, those contests, and he's coming in first, oh, yeah. beating the fuck out of these guys yeah, who've been doing jiu forever. He's got... Yeah, he's fucking them up. Yeah, exactly. And dude, that Gustafson... Have you listened to Gustafson on uh, Joe Rogan? Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, and, like, his mindset and his training, like, he's... The best he's. I mean, ever don't been, get me wrong. For sure, you know, Alex, and that was his toughest fight before. I mean, dude. and he's he's coming off on. First know, of all, there's two some years. Things. Alex is from Sweden, and Sweden is first of all one of the most expensive places you can live in in the world. Like in Sweden, if you live in Sweden, you're fucking paid. And on top of that, he's like a hunter, so he hunts for all his food for his own family. Alex does the guy he's fighting, so that's just another crazy level on top of all yeah, he's of just that. A beast. From hunter, from instinct, from survival, from you name it. And then on top of that, then now you put him in a cage to fight, like dude, he's a killer. He's number one next to John Jones. Dude, like, and don't he get me wrong. Gave yeah. John Jones or John Jones Run a hell of a fight. Oh, yeah. dude, but John Jones is like, hey, I was. Partying at the yeah, club, a couple exactly. couple yeah. bows away from exactly yeah. winning that. No, fight. No, dude, if John yeah. didn't turn it up in those last rounds yeah. of that fight, he would have lost his belt. Hundred percent. Dude, on Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, Gustafson was like, "Dude, honestly, I mean, there's a title fight in that, but I don't really th- feel like uh, I've really achieved my goal until I beat, beat John. John Jones. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's, he's like, and dude, he's got that European mindset where it's just like, I kill you and yeah. I find you and I kill you, yeah. you know, and yeah. he's gonna bring that, and it's gonna be tough for John, but. Dude, J- both John Jones's brothers are professional NFL athletes. Yeah. You know, it's like he's the best. I mean, they're just freak athletes. Mm-hmm. So the second you think that you can compete with that guy, is you don't find he out can, until you, until you get in the ring, yeah. and and then he makes you look stupid. Yeah. So I do that. I''t I mean, he's legit undefeated if you don't count 
his stupid no contest exactly. or I took dick pills or whatever and it had steroids. I mean, dude in it. took out DC twice and dude, took out DC a monster. Dude. Oh and God, dude, dude, it's not like he. It's not like his performance he knocked out draw. DC. Yeah, exactly. He literally faked you out. I was high. I was low kicking the whole time, and then I switched to a high kick and caught your and ass. Fuck, you know what dude, I'm saying? That, like, dude, that it was strategy was so and it was brutal, a fake dude. out. It had nothing to do with performance. Dude, performance head kicks him. Yeah. Cormier's fucking. And dude, if wow, you have trips him, bro, kicks his leg. Bro, if you have game elite. plan, if you have game plan on DC, that's because he's such a high IQ fighter. DC yeah. is that hundred. Like if you come in with a good game plan and it works on him, like. All right. I mean, yeah. DC's only lost to Don Jones. Only lost to Don yeah. Jones. Yeah. But now DC's like, you know, it doesn't count. Yeah. Well, yeah. John Jones is like, I've already beat him twice. I really yeah. don't want to fight him. And yeah. D, like, I hope they meet up again. But we'll see. Dude, you know, John Jones will always fuck that boy up any day. Of the week. I mean, I, I did it once. Feeling, I did man. it come twice. To ha- come to heavyweight. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, if we saw, if we did see a trilogy and Dude, then fucking John Jones it, would fuck Brock Lesnar up. Oh, absolutely, 100%. absolutely. Yeah. Dude, did you see Chuck Liddell wanting to fight John? I'm like, Chuck, Chuck sit right, down, on, go back bro. to punching Steve-O. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, come on, bro, stop. So you're, dude, he's like 50. He's man. gonna kill you. Dude, like, literally, just, you may go into. He's a, just got yeah. the perfect build for fucking anyone up in the UFC. John Jones. He's got the kicks. He's got yeah. the distance. And, and the he's well rounded. Yeah, he's well rounded. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. the most well rounded. He does full ever. submission tournaments and gets first place. Yeah, you know, like no striking. No striking. No striking. He can high kick the yeah. fuck out of you, knock exactly. you out. He can yeah. punch you, knock you out. He can fucking Dude, because he gets weird. Like, he got in, in this weird phase where he wanted to weight lift. And he was putting up mad weight. Like, he went up, like, hundreds of pounds in weight. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he got obsessed with wrestling and, like, <laughs> submission and jiu-jitsu. And then he'd fully immerse himself going to those tournaments and get first place. And then now, it's like, dude, if you want to strike, he'll outstrike you. If you want to wrestle, he's going to out-wrestle. If you want to Muay Thai, he's going to out all that you know he's a, he's a different breed yeah different breed there's I mean, a reason why dana white joe rogan brendan schraub all all those guys have high high feelings about he's that just guy, a party animal know? man dude just loves to party exactly well dude when you were at that level he was undefeated ufc champion he had to do something to blame it on just in case he lost yeah you know when you get to that level he was like fuck it i'm gonna party it. i'm gonna do blow and if i lose that's why i lost you know, and but he never truly did lose. I don't but think that was his reason. I think it was, that. and he talked about that in the Rogan podcast where he was like, "Yo, I had to do that to yeah, he did say that to provide like an escape from like the light the pressures of yeah. always trying to yeah. win." Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, but he's a fucking monster, bro. And his brothers like starting linemen for Cardinals. He got yeah. I mean, his whole family's killers. Yeah. He's a fucking killer. I mean, he, dude, he's fought the best of the best. He's oh, yeah. fucking, I mean, he's undefeated in my eyes, dude. 100%. The guy that he got a no, a no contest, yeah, I mean, the, the guy was bleeding out of his eyeballs. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. like, he fucked, John Jones fucked him up. So. I just want Ortega to get that 145 strap, and I'll be happy. And then I'd like to see Detroit boy Kevin Lee um, do some work do in some uh, work. 155. What um, else is coming up? You got Joanna and Sevinchenko, that chick fight. That'd be good. I think Joanna's going to lose that one. Um, She'll probably lose and be out. I think. Uh, dude, uh, you got Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo. Yeah, that just got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 232. Yeah. Joe, That's you not know, confirmed. You know, just, no, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. San Jose. 232, yeah. yeah. Dominic Cruz is fighting on that card, too. Yeah. No fucking yep. shit, dude. Yeah, you got to watch the UFC tonight. And then. Um, and you got uh, another big card, Robbie Lawler, Ben Askren, and yep. St- Stephen Thompson, and uh, Darren Till. Wait, Stephen Thompson, Darren, Darren Till? Or no, it's Stephen Thompson and Darren Till, yeah. No way. Again? Rematch? 
Or no, I know Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren are fighting. And that's it's, confirmed. Yeah, and it's Steve, that's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, and then that is confirmed. And it's Stephen Till. It's oh, Stephen fuck. and Steph, I think it's Thompson and Till again. Round two. They fought it already. Yeah, they did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might ago. be round two, maybe. Oh well, fuck. Well, I thought. Let me look it up. Real I quick. thought Thompson because I know it's a. I know it's a welterweight bout. I thought Thompson won the first round. Anyways. Yeah, but I mean, Darren Till was in his home country, bro. That's right. And they're fighting at fucking eleven a.m. Or whatever time it was. Yeah, Dude, I love crazy. Ben Askren's like Chael Sonnen's cousin. Yeah, right. Dude, I mean. Find if, someone that uh, Chael looks at you like he looks at Ben Askren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, his, I mean, from that uh, replay that you sent to us, I was Ryan or Chris. Yeah, one of his fights. Yeah, one of his fights. I've watched a couple others. His wrestling is fucking off the wall, dude. Is It is crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm so curious tough. to see how he's going to do to uh, some big names, you know? Yeah, so. like if if UFC really is the pinnacle, you know, it's mm-hmm. like it'd be it's gonna be cool to see him fight, dude. And Cerrone and Perry is gonna be good. Yeah, too. it's gonna be good too. Yeah, yeah, they were actually pretty uh, respectful towards each other. It's and, uh, yeah, I mean, but behind closed, like, dude, uh, Cerrone wants to win that fight bad. Oh yeah, yeah. there's yeah. more than it's just a fight. It's X team, bro. I feel bad for Cerrone because like, oh, just he's not good anymore. He yeah. just needs he's to retire. A, yeah. I mean, he's an old buck. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't have the arsenal that new fighters have, you know? You know? I mean, that's the thing about the sport. You eventually lose it, dude. Dude, like, could you imagine if, like, even Chuck Liddell was to fight anyone in the top 10 in his division nowadays? He'd get He'd get fucking... He'd get fucking Knocked out first round. It's just the game's changing, and the old dudes that think they can compete can't compete anymore. Exactly. That's why Bellator is kind of, like, weird, dude. It's, like, a lot of... A lot of old people. I like that tournament well, style. Got, yeah, the that's tournament style. I love, I cool. love the tournament sweet. style. I think that's fun. Because it's like, it's not about the money fights or the matchups. Exactly. It's about your ranking and yeah. then you can make exactly. it through. It's like, know? hey, I got this opportunity. If I win all these fights, I'll get the belt at that. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's all about the rankings. Exactly. Whereas, Which like, is crazy as fuck because you don't know who you're fighting. You don't know who to well, train dude, it's for. Like, and... The UFC is like Danish jungle. Like he can do whatever the hell he oh, wants, yeah, exactly. you know? So it really doesn't matter anything. He's like... I'm the CEO. I'm the boss. T Rick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, stop talking. I'm gonna have you guys. Yeah, talk. At, yeah but at the same yeah. time, I like the super fights. Too, I like the super you know? fights. I I'm do. not hating them. I do not hate them. Hey, I'm not mad about it. I like the tournament style though too, because yeah. that seems the most fair. Yeah. I think all in in you know you got to make your super fights, but I think in certain divisions, number one should fight number two all the time. You oh, know, yeah, or whatever. For sure. But yeah. it's like just when the super fights. When the opportunity presents itself, you gotta capitalize. You gotta do the super shit, fight, you know? bro. For sure, dude. Like when they announced yeah. DC versus Stipe. Dude, you remember when we went to <sighs> Montreal? We went to Montreal for your brother's bachelor party. We saw GSP. Yeah, and that, the whole time I was like, "Bro, GSP fights in Montreal," and you guys were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then like, oh, and then you seen him? No, yeah. then we'd be at the hotel. I'd be like, "Bro, we're that's the arena that GSP fights in all the time, like the Canadian Air Center or yeah, whatever." Yeah. I was like, "It's legit right there." And then be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then last night we go to this crazy fucking place. Like there's Ferraris parked outside, and we have this table, and they just bring in a big ass fucking fillet in the middle. Yeah, like we're food. fucking chopping, we're yeah. eating. But it's one of those places that once you have like the five course meal, then everything starts slowly like disappearing, club. and then it turns into like a yeah. Dance they move body. the tables. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, fucked up. I'm like, bro, GSP is in that booth right there. I go up to him, I'm like, yo, bro, I've been talking about you all weekend. Like, 
we gotta grab a pick together. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? It was him for sure. Yeah, though. yeah. He's yeah. like, he's it's like, crazy. Yeah, he's like, no, no. And dude, he's like up to my nips, you know. So I'm like, bro, like, come on, like one bet. He's like, dude, no. And then uh, I fucking grab you. I was like, bro, that's GSP. He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was, it was just crazy. crazy how it came full circle. When I like know that. like someone's gonna be like, like for instance, when I was working in Boston, I was looking up comedy shows. You know, I was gonna go see when I was like, oh, dude, Paulie Shore's in town. That's funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. And then so I'm at the market there in Boston. Quincy grab, Market. Yeah, Quincy Market. Grabbing place some, is dope. Grabbing some food. I literally walk out of the like this place I was getting food at, and I walk behind this dude. It's Polly Shore. I was like, no way. And like, uh, we're walking out of the main doors. I'm like, yo, Polly Shore. He turns around. He's like, what's up, dude? <laughs> and uh, like, I didn't ask for a picture or anything, but I just said, what's up to him. It was just uh, like crazy. I, like I was saying, you think about it, and that shit will happen. Happens, you know, yeah. like. People talk about um, that with parking spots, you know, like, oh, yeah, like visualizing, you, the, yeah, parking visualizing the parking yeah. spot, like you're going to a restaurant or something or like the gym and you want to get a good parking spot. Or you're in Detroit. Yeah, you just start game, thinking yeah. about it, start thinking about it. Next thing you know, like you're pulling down this packed ass Sweet. alley and then just like someone will back out yeah, and you yeah. can just park right there. Yeah. Yeah. So just fucking visualize it, bro. Visualize an attack, baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's right. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else to go? Yeah. Anything Subscribe. <laughs> hey, make sure you it. fucking share this shit. And give you though the love and respect for like two and a half here. hours. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was a good one. This podcast yeah. is long, like my dog. Oh yeah, I mean we could go all day. To be honest, we with could. You. Yeah, we could definitely. But, you guys uh, want to do part two on episode forty? Let's go, bro. Uh, both of you come on whenever you want. Yeah. For sure. All right, I want to do tomorrow. All right, let's go. What time? Twelve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. Yeah. We're going to need more Jack, though. Uh, yeah, we will need more Jack. We almost uh, eliminated all of it, honestly. Well, oh. dude. Hold on. Elo, episode 20. It's episode been a 20. pleasure. Yep. Episode 20, Elo's podcast. Mr. Boys. In the books. In the books. Chop, chop. In the books, baby. Hell yeah. Let's go. Peace. Mm-hmm. Later. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-